0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 441 of Conversation Street for the 19th to the 23rd of October with Michael and.
1: Gemma. Gemma? Why you.
0: sound more excited than that, Gemma?
1: Certain name here.
0: What? We, we should be very excited because <laughs> just very, very recently, in fact, what? we have appeared. I've appeared <laughs> on Coronation Street social media as part of the 60 for 60 campaign. Yeah, very exciting. Ah. 60,
1: they only got to ch- choose 60 people to yes. represent. The I'm threat- one of the
0: 60th most important. Um,
1: Coronation Street fans.
0: Fans. And ambassadors.
1: Are you an ambassador for Coronation? I am. I don't
0: think so. I, some of the time I am. I'd say went, good things about it. If
1: you went to a planet to spread the good news about Coronation Street, they'd be really super confused about whether you actually wanted them to watch it or not.
0: No, Coronation Street's great. I don't like it all the time. I don't like everything just is, like but that's normal. Just
1: like we don't like each other
0: all the time. Exactly. I'm married to Coronation Street just like I'm married or, to Gemma. I've been, going, hang I've on been a married minute. to Coronation no, Street longer minute. than I've been married to you.
1: No, wait a minute now. I'm not happy with this. <laughs>
0: There's three of us in this marriage. <laughs>
2: Oh god! Yeah, this is very
1: yeah, exciting can I stuff. Just say anyway, Michael, there's two of us in this marriage, and only two of us are paying the mortgage.
0: Can we talk more about me being Coronation Street star of the day? <laughs> star Please.
1: of the Day, is this what you're calling it now. Yeah, the Coronation Street star of the day. What about Coronation Street king of the day?
0: Yeah, whatever. The crown whatever. for the
1: day is the best.
0: It's really cool. Person. it's very very cool, and um, it's like it's like if I don't know when about this episode of the podcast is going to be uploaded, but. Um, it's literally it's Saturday morning, so it's probably... It's, it's fresh news. What it's, are you doing? It's Friday night right they now, so it hasn't this. even happened yet, but I've heard that I'm going to be on tomorrow, so I'm going to sound very stupid if, if I'm not on tomorrow, well, so I'm going we'll to all this out. cut all this out and just get back <laughs> on to the next bit. But, yeah, this is cool. How long have we known about this? Like, three or four no. weeks ago, I think? Dan emailed us, Dan Archibald, and asked whether we
1: wanted...
0: his name like that? Dan Archibald. Dan
1: Dan, the social media Sorry. man is He
0: emailed name. us and asked whether we wanted to be on a video and... We accepted his kind offer. We
1: went, I don't know.
0: We (laughs) humbly and gratefully accepted his great kind offer. Of
1: course we did, because um, we like attention.
0: No, because we wanted to be able to (laughs) celebrate Coronation Street and we were very... Well, um, no,
1: it's an honour to be asked. That's it. It's like being nominated for an Oscar, basically.
0: Yeah, a chore Oscar.
1: So this is like getting a soap award?
0: Yeah, so what we did, (laughs) we waited about two weeks and then we did our video and... Mm -hmm. Um, I was in it, and Gemma was behind the scenes.
1: I was, I was filming it, and I wrote the script.
0: Gemma wrote the script for it. Because it
1: isn't just off the top of the screen. You text. can
0: probably tell it was scripted. It, watching it back to myself, it looks incredibly, very obviously scripted. But it was great, because oh, it, took, it took me about, what, three takes, whereas all the things that I did to camera in the summer holidays for the Chorapedia video it it took me about yeah, an hour, hour, yeah, hour and a half to do each hour. one.
1: Yep, so this took about 20 minutes yeah maximum and the most the most difficult thing about it, about it was getting it down to 30 seconds and then we come on and and betrayed by everybody else who took far more than 30 seconds yeah so you are asked it. 30
0: seconds no more and
1: so i Dale, people i spent like ages rewriting the script so getting michael to, to say it seeing seeing if he can say it a bit faster please <laughs> and then getting it down and rewriting things and moving things around
0: Doesn't matter. Well, in the end,
1: we followed the rules.
0: We did. And honestly, I'm so (laughs) self-dressed to be asked. It's it's like, you know, it's a pretty big thing.
1: Yes, I know. As a Coronation Street fan, to
0: be headhunted, let's say. To be one of the most
1: important people
0: on the planet. I'm like me and Joanna Lumley.
1: On the same level.
0: Shoulder to shoulder, we're like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And also, that boxer dude
0: that boxer dude amir khan was in it this and week as well
1: also line
0: of duty the li- lady line
1: of duty lady and all the charity people and glenda
0: yes glenda was in it last week wasn't she i think saturday must be must be fan day because she was in it last saturday yeah. morning really cool it was there. really
1: good she was funny it was yeah. good she had and her hubby popping out from it behind was really
0: her sweet and, and cool yeah yeah i i've, I've been enjoying them all Obviously, and I think she, I think she was plugging something. Like, I can't remember. She what... She was
1: plugging. She was plugging her new something.
0: I'm joking. Something. She had a giant um,
1: poster. It
0: was great. Even pretending <laughs> not to remember. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I'm I'm so so happy and chuffed and everything. Really really exciting. It's just it's so funny. It's like just thinking that, just a normal Coronation Street fan. who spends hours and hours and hours every week talking about Coronation Street, thinking about Coronation Street, and writing about Coronation Street, and planning about Coronation Street. And I'm the one that they picked well, to be number... What number am I? 14? I think so.
1: And it's not in order of importance, though, Michael. Cause it's not. Jan and Emily went first.
0: I think we've talked enough about this. I'm very excited. of you. you can tell how excited I am.
1: Michael's so excited. I hope that if you see this, uh, you leave a nice message on our Twitter. I'm not even going to look on the Facebook group. Why? No, the Facebook page for, for Coronation Oh, Coronation It's like gladiators or something
0: oh yeah because there was some horribleness Horrible. wasn't this so it wasn't there that well, was for the survivors manchester yeah day.
1: so i went on to twitter and I, I always check to see because i know that michael's gonna have a video so i was like oh, i wonder if it, every day i'm like oh, i wonder who's gonna be today
0: yeah but we actually know that it's going um, to be saturday so, so i
1: check it and i went on there and i saw it was this charity scroll down and there's all these people going yeah Coronation Street's street rubbish now Oh, I don't think that this storyline was a good idea. Oh, so Coronation Street's got too many issues based storyline. I don't like it. So I said to all of our lovely Twitter followers, please could you leave a nice comment to support them. and, And... Many people did, and I'm very proud of the pe- being positive. I think everyone should just be more positive. The whole I'm thing like, about
0: this is about positivity, yeah, isn't it? It's so about positivity, love of Coronation Charity. Street, celebrating its anniversary. Exactly, exactly. So I hope that
1: you don't get any nasty comments, and if you do, they aren't all me.
0: <laughs> Three stars Who is this, for this comment.
1: Who's this guy? Where's his, <laughs> where's his bitchy wife gone? Has he killed her at last? Also, no, I'm still here.
0: Also, this week, we have got a new logo for Halloween. On Halloween the Conversation time. Street.
2: Spooky I,
0: spooky. I I wonder I'm going to run out of ideas for ca- Halloween-themed Conversation no. Street logos, no. but not this year. This year we have got it based on Billy the Puppet from the Saw franchise, which is one of my personal favourite horror movie franchises. I'm quite into the Saw movies, am I not? And you I'm only bit...
1: like them because they're, it's a franchise of films that you have to go it's and It's a see. franchise
0: and it's a bit formulaic. Yeah. It has got a bit complicated.
1: It's so complicated I don't now. really
0: know what's going on in it, but I like the idea of it. I yeah. don't know that may, maybe that makes me a little bit um, gory, yeah, macabre, yeah. But um, There's supposed to be a new Saw film coming out this year, but victims
1: are yeah. all victims of victims the coronavirus of in
0: different ways. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm I'm pretty pleased with how that was not my favourite one that I've done, but I'm glad um, because I do like doing those. And thank you for all the people who said nice comments about that. And somebody also asked us, um, and we have to think about this for another episode of Whoa. Coronation Street, um, which like I I can't remember so did somebody ask us something like which what traps would we put Coronation Street yes. characters in? What would be some ironic, ironic traps? traps? I think that needs to be a list of question that we answer at a later something, date because we can come up with some really fun things for that.
1: Something's got to be something has to be along the lines of um, Shona with a space suit. And she traps herself by making holes in the knees, and she gets sucked out <laughs> into the vacuum of space. I uh, will so tell you what, Todd would join in as well, from the look of his clothes this week. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, they're both on the
1: the bare knee gang, n-
0: kneeless wonders, aren't they? Um, anyway, no, they so definitely
1: have knees. That's the only thing you can be sure of.
0: Gene, kneeless wonders. And also this week, I've been reading more of Abigail Kemp's new book, Sixty Years of Coronation Street. Awesome book. It's last Saturday night. I was. I went to bed early-ish, didn't I? Like nine o'clock or so. And Gemma was staying in the lounge, and I just spent the next two hours texting Gemma photographs from inside the book. You saying, did. oh, look at this! Look at this fact.
1: And I was trying to play Grand Theft
0: Auto Five, and I kept interrupting her. By I'm, I, I don't. I don't want to say. I don't want to spoil it. That there, it. There's really good stuff. There's. It is. I mean, the, yes, there is a lot of stuff that we already knew. Like, we mean the. This is what happened this year and this year. But Abby's done such a great job of delving in and finding some. What I think. It's never before known information. Okay, you have to call her Abby. Yes, I, have asked her. I've okay. spoken to her. She is Abby. She is Abigail. Um, yeah, and yeah, there were there were quite a few moments where I was going, "Oh, I didn't know that."
1: Yeah, I know. I really like. For some example, of the and
0: I'm except. not going to say that we, we know that Pat Phelan now was not always going to be called Pat Phelan. I didn't yes. know that before. You, if you want to know what he was called, yeah. you'll have to, going the book to be but yourself.
1: And why they decided to change the name? Because that was also a piece of information that I didn't think it I was. knew.
0: It was. It's so good. I just read through all of the. I've I've read through all the behind the scenes stuff. That's what was most interesting to me. Um, the brand new stuff about how it was made. Because um, very, relatively recently, obviously, I've written. Uh, I've written. I've read my own book. That um,
1: was good.
0: The other Coronation Street book, the behind the scenes one that was from the late nineties. Yeah. Um,
1: Bill Podmore's
0: book. Was it Bill That's Podmore? Right. Yeah, I think. I think it was, yeah, and but that was obviously how they made it back twenty years ago. So obviously, it's lots a has changed bit. since then. Uh, really, really, really fascinating stuff. I've barely made a dent in the mammoth page count, however, dent or a dent. Dent. So um, I'm saying the wrong phrases again. Yes, thank you to everybody who told me the phrase that I said well <laughs> last week. Uh, I can't actually.
1: What I, is it supposed to be? I turn the hatch to you for to letting you know. Three people,
0: at least, have, 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 have written to Tip, me and told tipping me. The, tipping the cap? <laughs> no, it was not, Oh, my God. What <laughs> was it? I was last so week? Three people have told T- try me. Try
1: turning his hand to. Trying his hand I'm out. Turning
0: his hands to. <laughs> oh,
1: no, is it that? I don't know.
0: Oh, don't God, Bennett. Please. Don't embarrass me further, people, by writing to no, me again and no. telling me what this phrase listen, is.
1: Listen, if I get if I get moaned at for being a cow, you can get moaned at for not knowing the difference between ten of a hat and ten of. I'm a gonna hand.
0: find out. I'm gonna find one of the messages. Um, people need to know what the phrase is that I was getting wrong last week. No, anyway, listen, Anyway, anyway, listen,
1: listen, what? listen. Are you gonna talk about the soap magazine?
0: I'll talk about soap magazine is as well. We'll get on, we'll onto the pocket. Um, yeah, let's, okay. ta- let's put it in the news, because I was going to talk about all the other 60 for 60 things in the news this week, but we kind of already covered that, so let's talk about the Inside Soap magazine later on. What I do still want to talk about, though, is this Ooh. book, and how amazing it is, and how everyone needs oh, to buy yeah. it, unless you win a competition oh, prize.
1: Oh, if you've won a competition prize to We
0: get have a got copy. a competition
1: yeah.
0: to win a copy of this fantabulous book, and we have a winner.
1: Who is it?
0: Well, let's find out because earlier this evening I spoke to Abigail Kemp myself and she very kindly agreed to pick a winner for us from all of the entries we had. And it was a flipping lot of entries we had for this competition. Yeah, this is our so most-entered competition. It was, so the winner of this one has beat off quite a lot of competition. So let's just have a quick cut now to me speaking to Abby earlier this evening and find out who the winner is i'm joined today by abby kemp who's written the new coronation street book 60 years on coronation street which we are offering up as a competition prize hello abigail hi
2: hi michael
0: how lovely to speak to you how lovely to
2: speak
0: to you too and then i just want to say congratulations on a really really amazing book Um, i've been loving it i've been um i've been reading a little bit um every night since we got it and um yeah absolutely loving it so whoever wins this today is um going to be a very lucky person indeed
2: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I hope, <laughs> I hope
0: everyone does like it. Oh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Well, actually, you're going to come back onto the podcast next week, aren't you, to talk a little bit about this again?
2: I am, yes, but we're, here,
0: we're here just today to to get the competition winner picked, and I believe that you have got a little spinny wheel with all the names of all our entrants on. I have, in front
2: of me, yes.
0: So, you know, give it a spin, and then uh, we'll see who the winner is. OK, here we go. Spinning, slowing down, and
2: it is Aid Parsley.
0: Oh, ah, congratulations, Aid Parsley. We will, be congratulations, winging... Ade. Yeah, we will be winging that book over to you. Ade, if you get in touch with us again, give us an email and then uh, with your address and then the publisher will get that sent right over to you. Congratulations. And thank you to everyone else who's entered as well. So uh, I think that's all we need to say today, Abby. Thank you very much for joining me. There's just a little okay. whistle stop um, visit to, to do the competition. It's always nice to have you know have a celeb in to do the draws for us and um i will speak to you again next week where we can get have a proper old chinwag about this amazing book oh lovely
1: thank you we will do that
2: bye-bye thanks and happy bye
0: yeah, congratulations, Ooh, thank you, congratulations Aid, your book will be winging It's way towards you as long as you provide us your address And um, yeah, the publisher's going to send it right out to you Congratulations Turn of the cap to you Shut up, I've looked, we just paused it Obviously, we weren't just listening to that And it is a drop of the hat A drop of the hat is the phrase that I was looking for So nobody needs to write in and tell me anymore that I know that I don't Wait know my words
2: Wait
1: Canadians to catch
0: up it's, it's cute when Hilda Ogden does her malapropisms Why, Why not are me? aren't you so bothered? I'm not It's funny Good, right? Are we done? We are done. We're done with sixty for well sixty. Done. We're done with new logo. Well done. We're done with conversation Thank street competition prize the
1: competition. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so
0: we wish the we coaches. could have had more than we wish we could have had more than um one copy. Um, we didn't. We would have maybe asked for some more if we'd known that so many people were going to um, enter it. But 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 Coronation Street blog are also launching a <coughs> competition um to win some copies of the books um next week as well. So if Ooh, you yeah. weren't lucky this time, you could always try, go try, and try again. again. Or just buy it, but because it's great. Yeah, there's lots of I things, would.
1: lots of options you could, do, you could have. Ready? Yes, quiz. I'm ready for quiz the quiz time. at last. Right, this is things that happened between the 19th and the 23rd of October in years ending in a zero and a five. And Lovely. I sourced all the information from wonderful people at Coripedia, which is karnashastreet.fandom.com. Right, question number one. 19th of October, 1970, Ken leaves the country... For two months to study technical education. But where does he go? New York. Correct. 19th of October 2015. Maria has to fly out to, wo- to where to look after her mum who breaks her hip? Cyprus. <clears throat> 19th of October 2015. How does Jamie try to blackmail Luke into racing to help clear up his debts?
0: Oh, he... Um, I bad. Mm-hmm. he puts... He's got, he's got his photo of um, Steph in the Nuddy. Yep. And he's going to share it to the world. And
1: Steph is obviously Luke's... Girlfriend. Sister.
0: Sister. <laughs> sister. I forgot. <laughs> yes, they're both
1: Britons. They're both Britons. 20th yes. of October, 1995. Which Rover's barmaid gets married and who to?
0: Betty to Billy Williams. Oh well dear. At last. We've been asking me questions about this for a while.
1: 20th of October, 2000. Funeral of the man that Emma shot. What was his name? Dean Sykes. Wow. 21st of October 1985, Tracy goes missing to visit Susan. Which city did she end up in? Newcastle. <laughs> I was going to get you to try to remember what the guard sounded like if you couldn't remember which uh, city. Because <laughs> he had a very good accent, didn't he? 21st of October 2010, whose attempted murder is David Platt charged
0: with? Graham.
1: Wow, you're on fire tonight.
0: You answered a question about that last week, I remember. <coughs> with my brain.
1: 20. You won't know the answer to this.
0: I'm on a streak. Well. Go on.
1: 22nd of October 1980. At Fred's 51st birthday, who does Mike have a competition with to see if that person can eat cheese with a spoon quicker than he can drink a pint with a spoon? What? There's a competition. Two people. <laughs> One's going to eat cheese with a spoon, one's going to drink a pipe with a spoon.
0: Mike has a competition.
1: <clears throat> Who does he have a competition with?
0: Is it a main character? Yes. Um, Stan. Eddie. Stan? Yeah.
1: And Eddie? No, Alf. Alf. Mike wins. Who wins?
0: Um, <coughs> a winning streak.
1: 22nd October 2000. Tyrone's mum phones to say she can't make it to his and Maria's engagement party, but why?
0: Uh, uh Prison? Back in the clink. No. No. She's
1: arrested for stealing his engagement present.
0: Oh, close.
1: That's it. So you got.
0: Oh, started off well. You got eight. I got eight eight out of ten. Bad.
1: Birthdays, twenty fifth of October. Bro. Oh, by the
0: way, you mentioned Fred, and can I say, can I just give a little plug to our bonus podcast this week, which is a character profile of the one and only Fred G. So, if you want to know all about the oft-forgotten but should not be forgotten. Sellerman, Popman of the Rovers in the 1980s. Get yourself over to that and have a lesson because we had a jolly good time chatting about him.
1: We did. That's
0: the promo over. Mm. Back to you, Gemma, who has a birthday coming up this week.
1: 25th of October, Brian Mills, who's the programme's longest serving and most prolific director. Ooh. John Mitchie plays Carl Munro. 27th of October, story editor Gavin Blythe. Mm. Birthday. 29th of October, Faith and Nicole Holt, who are Hope the Fourth. Right. Thirtieth of October, director Walter Butler and <coughs> director Roger Cheveley <coughs> I'm sorry. And Dean Ashton who played Adrian Critchley.
0: I can't say they're the most exciting of birthdays <coughs> this week, I have to say, but well, congratulations to all listen, of them and I hope they have a wonderful day.
1: You don't know, they could be having really elaborate solo parties.
0: I don't care, I don't care. They're not all big right. curry famous people. But happy well, birthday how to you, you anyway. About?
1: these people all helped make the show that we're I love.
0: know, I know.
1: <coughs> so
0: that's it. Anything else to say? No. Before we get on and talk about this week's Coronation Street? I think I've, had, I've, I've said enough. Anything to you, Gemma? No, I've
1: got nothing to then add. Then let's
0: move on to Street Talk. It's Street Talk time for episode 441 of the podcast. We didn't actually say earlier earlier. Did we even talk about which episodes we're going to do? 19th to the 23rd of October, episodes 10,145 to 10,150. Well, if we didn't say it earlier, we're saying it now. Should we have really said it at the beginning. We, I know we should, but we had lots of exciting other stuff to talk about this week.
1: Well, this is why we're never going to make it pro. We just get excited. We can't
0: pro this. We're still recording this with the phones balanced <coughs> on our laps. We're not. If we haven't gone pro after eight and a bit of years, it's never going to happen.
1: No.
0: But maybe being on Cory sixty or sixty is the first step. Who knows? We've got two years until we've been doing this for ten years, and we could be. You know, we could even have a microphone by then, proper one <laughs>
1: the with a little
0: fluffy end to it, even. <clears throat> We could have a boom that we could have dropping spit, into bud. our shots. A spit? Oh yeah. I want to have a cough button.
1: Oh sorry. What? What does that do? Stops you. Apparently, angry? if you
0: know, if you think you're going to cough <laughs> when you're recording, you press it and it mutes you or something like that. I don't know. we don't a need cough it. Button? We record our podcast coughs and all. And today we're going to be Some coughing on our way through. Thoughts? Five storylines. Not me
1: that does it. We do not have parts in our podcast. We did once. <laughs> <laughs> Listen back to the last two thousand hours. That,
0: do you remember that one where what? We, what? where we forgot to put in the do 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 do, and then I did a big bath. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: I did. and then people and contacted so us the next time
1: you were like, picking, <laughs> and like Take quick, it down. <laughs> yes, I
0: think that was one of the first ones that, that Georgia Taylor awful. had been listening to us. Like, that might have been right after you did the curry quiz, and I was like, Oh, Georgia, listen to our podcast, <laughs> and I was having a massive bath in the middle of it, and I feel She's like this is so. It's because we don't listen to the episodes this is back. I don't know whether we re- bad I don't know whether anyone on. could tell, but we don't really oh, edit this podcast look, down. No,
1: we don't edit it because. People enjoy listening to us wittering on for some reason. Right, well,
0: today we're going to be whittering on about
1: five stories.
0: The first story is a double dip. First off, it's totally different. Slash, Dill we meet again.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: Dylan is back. Who'd have thought? I know it was mentioned last week, but I didn't actually think we'd get to see him this week. So that was quite interesting to see a returning face played by the same actor who played him like eight years ago. That's which pretty is, amazing. Which is pretty amazing, yeah. Um, then we will talk about the raise, Race to Raise the Place story. Followed by Toya Battersby. Toya Battersby. also oh, Toya. So Toya. You say
1: that every time.
0: Well, I've got to remind people <laughs> of why this is a pun title. Then we have got Robert Johnny. No explanation needed. Finally, the story on Monday of the winters. Inexplicably not this. having a job at the beginning of the episode and then managing to all get one in the course What's of about 30 minutes. Mean? That storyline is called Gemployment. Because it's about Gemma getting a job. Do you get it? Right. Todd this week. So... Monday. Mary still thinks... Th- th- this is the Monday's episode was where Todd is revealed to everyone, isn't it? Mary's had a bit of a rough night because she thought she's heard running water during the <laughs> night. She thought she's heard skittering in the attic. Um, and Eileen says, look, just don't go looking around the attic because it might not be safe balancing on those wicker baskets to look up there. Um, Eileen wants to phone Mick. Remember Mick? He seems Now Mick seems like, you know, Even, worlds away, yeah, know. doesn't he? He was dropped quicker than a hat. Um, but anyway, Monday he still he still calls him bother for Eileen, so she wants to phone him up and appeal to his better nature. Todd says, "Mum, just keep out of this." But Ma- Eileen's like, "No, I'm your mum. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna stick my nose where it's not wanted in your business. It's what uh, what my job is." So meanwhile, Mary not meanwhile afterwards. I don't know. At some point, Mary tells Sean that she thinks the attic is being haunted by the ghost of Pat Phelan, and <laughs> it was at this point that I thought. This is going to be a silly episode of Coronation Street. And at
1: this point, and I, I, wasn't I went. I was wrong. Oh my god. not even I Halloween so week yet, Coronation Street. I, I can't believe this. There's a ghost.
0: Gemma and I had differing opinions on Monday's episode of Coronation Street. Can you
1: say to me, ghost, and you say, Pat Phelan on Coronation Street in the same sentence, you've basically fulfilled all the dreams I didn't know I ever had. The
0: only way they could have made up for the ridiculousness that was Monday's episode of Coronation Street is that they've actually got Cory McIntyre to come back up the...
1: Cory McIntyre. Connor, Connor
0: McIntyre. Yeah, he's changed his name by right, Cole, you know, yeah. To go up up the motorway, up to Manchester, and actually film himself haunting <laughs> Eileen's house. And, hey, hey, calm down, calm oh, down. i never said that. Um, but pff, they... They, they didn't. It, oh God, it was ridiculous. Anyway, You're
1: so, so I thought grumpy. this was. I was. I was in a grumpy mood. You were really you on really Monday. annoyed. I did
0: not enjoy really Monday's annoyed. episode, and then. And you
1: know what? I think actually that made me like it more. I think
0: it did, and I saw there are a couple of people that were on the same side as me after Monday's episode on online, but most people seem to love it. So I will let I'll let you love this. I'm glad that you did, but I I can get on board with it. Wednesday's episode, mean mind you. Was fantastic. I really enjoyed Wednesday's episode an awful lot. Tonight's episode, I'm gonna say, uh, it happened. It was a yeah. bit it was a bit you know, a bit boring, I thought tonight. Um it wasn't silly. It was, so to this way week, this week's went silly, excellent, a little bit dull. That's mm-hmm. my that's my review of the week. Anyway, um Eileen has tried to phone Mick from streetcars, but she's only got hold of his husband, Eric. That's right, they're giving some real character development to Mick here. He's obviously going to be in it for the long haul. Todd really, really thinks that Eileen should let this lie. Meanwhile, Mary is getting Billy over to number 11 to hear the noises. She says that she reckons it's Pat and he needs to perform some kind of exorcism. Oh, they, I, did, I think I thought it was probably a little bit funny when Billy was like, why, why do you think it's him? And she says it's water noises. And then she very dramatically says, he He fell of a lighthouse. Yeah, exactly. That was kind of funny. Kind <laughs> she of says funny, it twice. but yeah, I was I was kind of shaking my head. But maybe it was because I was kind of finding it a bit funny. I don't know. He didn't even fall off no, a lighthouse, you didn't. You Mary. off the side
1: of a, ch- light, of a bit where a lighthouse. Was. I
0: think that Eileen is embellishing the story of how she I think knocked Pat yeah, into the water. Lion. Like, oh, he chased me up the lighthouse and we
1: had a fight yeah,
0: with swords. It is <laughs> basically. Anyway. Um, Billy is asked to do an exorcism which apparently Mary says no the church is fine with those now the Church of England they do them now anything to get bums on seats Uh, meanwhile Eric that's Mick's husband by the way um, turns up at streetcars and accuses Tim of sleeping with Mick for the drama because he he traces the number back from him and he thinks that somebody is going out with Mick and his name starts with a T because he's got a T in his phone. Why is it that everybody on Coronation Street, when they have secret people that they don't want them to know who they are in their phone list, they just put their first name like Nick with his E, and we got Mick's got his first T. Letter. It's weird. Why was first would...
1: letter not the first name?
0: First first letter yes, silly. Anyway, Todd phones Paul and says, not Todd, Billy, sorry. Phones Paul and says, look mary wants me to do an exorcism i'm gonna humor her but can you come and rescue me soon please so he gets going using this with this ceremony using the words on his phone that mary has googled for him i love this so much it was pretty ridiculous it was so silly i know (laughs) dan Dan was hamming it right up and patty was off the charts
1: he goes um what did he say something like he said oh lord at the house of insert name, name here. Yeah, oh, so that's stupid. Oh, was really
0: dumb. <laughs> Does he say that when he's marrying people? <laughs>
1: yeah, he's like,
0: people. <laughs> Daniel, really we are gathered here today to witness the marriage of insert name here and insert oh, man. name there.
1: Two women, typical. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, so he gets going with that, um, and then there's a rumbling upstairs, and oh. Billy goes. Oh, maybe yeah, there is a ghost, a real ghost. He but, goes, no yoinks. it's just todd and then of course just so that we right remember yeah that this is todd and he knows it's todd and yes you've always lit like that he goes todd and todd i did go billy no i can't
1: remember
0: i don't remember he says that hearing billy's voice made him want to come down the stairs and billy's pretty upset yeah, um by this because he's you know he's not seen him for a long time he abandoned him he stole summer away from him so he's pretty mad um meanwhile i ver- that billy
1: hid in, a, in a, the woods for
0: years todd hid it in the woods to-
1: yeah sorry <laughs> so and he, and he nobody else seems to want an explanation from him as to where he's been
0: no not really he's just been ducking and diving too yeah, too like, complicated. What, have you been up
1: to, Todd? Maybe
0: we'll find out. I've
1: not been near my no. phone for three years. How
0: long has it been? Eileen turns up at the streetcars just in the nick of time to rescue Tim from an irate Eric, and she says to Eric, "Look, this. Um, the reason that I that I phoned you, it was me that phoned you, and the reason I did it was because Mick left a present in the car, and it was for you. So everything's cool, right? It wasn't Tim." um and i would, yeah i just wanted to tell Mick about that that i found it so eric falls for this hook, line and sinker and apologizes to tim at which point eileen is summoned home because todd has, has revealed himself
1: well all the way through though when she's saying like oh i i there's that you left a you left a present or something and and um, makes
0: it sound like he's done a little poo on the back seat <laughs> <laughs> He is a gangster <laughs> what? You they don't pl- follow the rules
1: i done a poo on your seat <laughs> and I'm leaving it there so I'm a gangster, don't tell the popo. bye
0: <laughs> well you know Mick is a really threatening gangster, that's probably, that's probably, probably the way he rolls
1: like, I tried to do a poo but <laughs> it did work
0: it was just a little fart on your seat <laughs>
1: I, I had an accident in my trousers <laughs> and I need to leave. <laughs> and this is horrible. Anyway, listen. What... Mum, will you wash my trousers? <laughs> oh, gross. Listen, I was going to say, all the way through when Eileen is trying to say this to the the guy, Tim's like, what? No, he doesn't know what's didn't. going on. Tim's what's, like, why it, did you? Why would you do that? That this, doesn't make any sense. Tim's
0: like, is this the Jeff story? I didn't. It's I didn't think to, we were having the Jeff story this week. But I was asked him or something, and now I'm being accused of all sorts. Eileen.
1: and she's like, shut up, Tim.
0: So Billy, meanwhile, has stormed out. I've said "meanwhile" about five times this. Um, I need to. I need to come with better adverbs. I apologize. Um, I At can't the same think time, later on.
1: No, it's not. Also, it's,
0: uh, um.
1: And then...
0: No, what does it mean? What's another word that means at the same time? Concurrently. Concurrently, Billy is storming out of number 11, <laughs> followed by Todd, and they have a really nice socially distanced standoff with Todd at the door, Billy on one side, Eileen at the other <laughs> side, and Mary, and it's like a, it's like a Mexican standoff. <laughs> And then Billy, and then Paul turns up for good measure because he's come to rescue Billy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Todd's out. Todd's, uh, I'm the ex, pleased to meet you. We're just catching up. Paul is upset by this. And then he walks off So tr- with P- Billy trailing after him. Paul is pretty annoyed about being kept in the dark about um, Todd's reappearance. Um, is he? That doesn't make sense. What? Maybe. I don't know. What? Paul's mad about something. Paul's oh, always yeah. mad about something, isn't he? So Billy says, look. Todd must be in trouble, otherwise he he wouldn't be hiding out there. But it doesn't matter because Paul, you, my son, are a better lover and a better father to Summer than (laughs) Todd ever was. And he doesn't want chaos in his life anymore. We can't, maybe he is. Maybe he is. But I tell you what, nobody's been phoning up the Ofcom complaining about Billy and Paul scenes, have they? Like they did on that raunchy bed scene with Billy and Todd all those years ago. Do you remember? Nope. Just yes, they had a hotel room together and everybody complained about it. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, I don't like... want chaos in my life, and Todd is an agent of chaos, which is why I'm not interested in a <laughs> future with him. Thank you very much. <laughs> an
1: Agent of chaos, I love that. I'd hope somebody calls describes me as that. One, if babe.
0: anyone's an agent of chaos on the street, it is Todd, and he is yeah. starting to get his mojo back this week.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I'm very pleased to say Mick turns like up at men- number eleven.
1: He's like one of those Mentos mints in a in a. Um, bottle
0: of Pepsi. Yeah, he's going there. Do you, you ask Sam about that? He knows all about them. It's, it's... I'm not
1: paying him for one. <laughs> you pay... I make my own. <laughs> this is the, that was the weirdest battle of the whole thing. Why are people giving money to a small child to make a mess?
0: <laughs> I know, it's, it's a one and done deal as well with those rockers, isn't it? Take it to the Red Rack and it's like, Wee! And like, Oh.
1: This was like the worst fireworks to ever. Poor investment.
0: Ever. Gary paid 50 pounds for them. Anyway, I'm starting
1: to think very uncharitable thoughts about Mick. What you hope happens to Oliver once you donate money to that pointless endeavour?
0: <laughs> Mick turns up at number eleven. and He's like, "Hello, Eileen, I've come to pick up my present. Have you got a present for me, please, Eileen?" "Hello, Todd, we keep seem to keep missing each other." And no, then...
1: he's like, "Oh, yeah, do I had this present.
0: Like, yes, I'm I know. trying
1: to menace you.
0: I'm trying to menace you, but I hear I got a present." No right? one's
1: scared of you since you had that accident.
0: No, Mick knows that there's no present. Really, he just wants to go and um. He just wants it's to go over annoying. and be annoying. He just mildly seems like irritates yeah, the
1: most, he's like a little stone in your
0: shoe. Mm. Um, so they go inside, and, and Eileen basically says, grow up, Mick, stop being such a nasty gangster. And he's like, okay, Eileen, you're off the hook, Todd. Bye.
1: Um, That's yeah. basically how it goes down. Didn't did It
0: reminded me of that scene in Kill Bill where she gets the, the Yakuza over her ears, like, go home to your mother.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um. So you also skimmed over the part I think where he mentions the husband mentions that they're gonna have they're gonna adopt a, sur- oh, a surrogate or something. They're, they're it,
0: like, yeah. I this, this gangster I learned too much got...
1: about Mick and what, is, what is his personal life.
0: More than I needed to. I, mean, I was I, I wasn't gonna invest in this character no matter how much you threw at him, and I was right because he it's seems like to they have gone now.
1: This character is really one dimensional and a bit a bit silly. What should we do? And someone went, make him gay. Oh, make him gay and with a surrogate baby on the way. Make him gay
0: with Todd. Make him gay with Married.
1: Yes. Genius idea. We've never had a gay gangster on Coronation Street.
0: Gay gangster love triangle. The
1: first socially distanced gay gangster love triangle in soap.
0: I know, they haven't been showing that. Send that off to so <laughs> that, that was the end of monday wednesday. wednesday mary is quickly forgives eileen for keeping her in the dark about this whole todd thing todd has got cabin fever he wants to go and stretch his legs meanwhile oh, there is again billy has got his archdeacons interview tomorrow which he's prepping what for but think, he's not sure uh, what do
1: you think the interview questions for that would
0: be question one have you ever done drugs in a church <laughs> no
1: well not
0: recently. Then you got the job so Billy's yeah he's not sure whether he should go for it or not. And Paul says you just got Todd on the brain. You'd be an awesome archdeacon. What do they do again? Anyway, get the job, move on. You're going to be fine. Todd goes to see Sarah, which I thought was nice. Get you know, make, remaking some of those links that he had. Sarah was um, Sarah and Todd were going to have a baby once, weren't they? Yeah. They died. They were. They were. you know, Yeah. They were close. Well, years ago, so he goes and sees her, and she's pleased to see him after all this time. A little bit offended he's not been in touch, but she quickly gets over that. She knows that she he notices that she looks a bit knackered, and maybe she wants a bit of a chat. So she talks his ear off on the factory steps about Billy's druggy past, and then Paul's kind of comes all over and has a go at them. He's like, "Oh, what are you doing? Here? Oh, what are you doing?" Here?
1: Yeah, get get out of my street! (laughs) I've been along
0: with a new mate. (laughs) Todd basically wipes the floor with him. They they verbally spar, don't they? Yeah, Todd's um, like, oh,
1: you you use poor grammar.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Todd notices that Paul is is not the brightest light bulb and um, defeats him in a battle of wits.
1: It's not fair. I was so, I was on Todd's side here. It's not fair to have a fight today. with someone who's not armed.
0: does not um, Billy comment about that earlier? Like he's because um, Paul tells him what happened later, and Todd's like, and Billy's like, you you got mad at him because he corrected your grammar.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's really annoying. Un-
0: Someone's got to do it's it. It's really Todd.
1: annoying when somebody does that to you.
0: They said nobody's ever well, told were, me this before. You
1: were, you were mad when people said it's not turn
0: of a hat. That's not grammar. Um,
1: That's idioms. It's along the same lines, though.
0: Um, anyway. Billy Billy just tells Paul, grow up, stop getting riled up by Todd. You've got nothing to worry about. You're the only one for me, the best lover I've ever had. the only
1: one for me. And
0: then, the only one for me. (laughs) Then he goes over and sees Todd um, to have some sort of ceasefire. Um, But he he also says... well, they kind of make up, don't they? There's a bit of unresolved sexual tension going on there and I actually thought this was a really, really good raw scene where we got to see the real Todd, the real Billy, sort of confronting their feelings about each other and admitting that there are still things bubbling away and lingering there. And um, Billy admits that he, he he wants to be cool with Todd, he wants to be friends, but I've got I'm in a good place with a good bloke, Paul. And then Todd gets all emotional and says, oh, I wish I could have been... There for you during your shooting up in the church phase and Billy gets a bit shouty with him and oh, they you know, they just they just want to tear each other's clothes off, you can tell. Billy says, When you left, I lost the love of my life. Todd says
2: <coughs>
0: That's a that gulp, by like the you've way.
1: Been to the microphone. That was a
0: gulp, that was a patented Todd gulp. That's my latest well, Carnation Street impression. How did I do Michael, everyone?
1: Can I just tell you there's obviously a reason that they hired Gareth Pierce. Over you,
0: he's a professional gulper. He's way
1: better at it than you are. You sounded like you were being sick. He said th- he. You can tell he's gulping. He he.
0: Excellent over,
1: work.
0: Gareth Pierce over gulps. I'm just saying, but he's new, so I'm gonna let it, let it slide.
1: He's he, listen. Isn't he used to being on the arches? Yes. You have to audibly gulp on the archers. Oh yes. Do How else? else would you know? Exactly. That's very That's true. Where he learned it from.
0: You can't do the, the look where you look over, where you hug people and look over their shoulders and look worried on the arches. How can do you, you do
1: that then? I don't know. Do you go?
0: Ooh. There's probably quite a lot of, you know, tropey um, so visual clues that you can't do on the Arches. You people... can't
1: overhear people. No. Like, Ooh, I
0: wonder. When maybe you we see... listen to so it. If you
1: So if you were to do the sound effect of hugging but being sad, you'd be like,
0: ah, oh. Yeah, basically.
1: Ooh.
0: Yeah, I want to know how they do it. Like, you know, that that scene where Daniel and Nicky were exchanging money in Victoria Gardens the other week and Jeff was there gazing on. He
1: goes, what do they. I tell you, he goes, huh? <gasps>
0: <sighs> <laughs> no, sure. they, maybe they they uh, play the sound effect of steam coming out of his ears just for good Locky measure
1: whistling. <laughs>
0: yeah i don't know anyway i, I digress
1: do, do you can you tell we don't listen to the archers
0: um so i'm oh, just being joined by a cat here hello abby this is the second abby to be on the podcast today oh yeah right um i'm lost where did we get to Oh yeah, Todd says that we could still be the perfect family. I want you back. We belong together. And Billy said, we did belong together. And Todd says, you don't fall for someone like me and then settle for someone like him. He, <laughs> he knows that he is a better better prospect, better no, shot than Paul. No, can I just say, Paul.
1: no. The perfect boyfriend is the one that doesn't run into the bushes and hide there for three years
0: whatever whatever Paul's already
1: gotten
0: beat by the fact he hasn't run off <laughs> um I'm lost again Billy's insulted by this and then gets angry again and he says I should be thanking you for leaving because I'm well sure of you so that's the end of that
1: is that what an archdeacon would say Billy
0: yeah don't think later so. on Todd goes to Paul to apologize he says look Billy said that you've had a few issues you've been going through recently let's call the truce Billy's like, and oh, so Paul's like, issues. What's he? What's he been telling you? Ooh. He goes and drops off, going as a he go at so Billy. Angry. He thinks that he's told um, Todd about Kel, and Billy says, "Look, I haven't. I just said that you know, you've had you've had some issues-based stories since you've been back. That's all I'm saying." So Paul calms down. He apologises. Oh, Billy says that, um, "Promise you, absolutely. Todd is not going to come between us." Todd goes to the Rovers later and comes between them. Well, not before he's overheard an inane conversation about about fig rolls and about how they're not as good as they used to be or something. So when Paul's over in the loo, Todd goes over and says, Billy, you've turned into a dull old man having a chat about biscuits. What's going on?
1: not biscuits.
0: Paul says they are biscuits, fruity biscuits.
1: Well, we're talking about the great fig roll shortage when we had that fig roll shortage. Oh, yes, that's what they talked about, wasn't it? And it was in the news that you couldn't get a fig roll. But I really thought the news would be people still want to eat fig rolls. Because they taste like dust rolled up with raisins that have fallen on the floor.
0: Mm. Um, Anyway, what's going on? Todd says (laughs) to Billy, I want you, you want me. Paul comes back from the bog and Lord Todd properly likes the touch paper by saying...
1: Remember when we didn't? Remember we ran out
0: of toilet paper. That reminds <laughs> me. Um, there was probably all the sorts of toilet, toilet problems during, during the fig roll shortage, shortage weren't there? Of twenty twenty. Paul um, was Todd, it
1: as, bad as the fig roll Todd, shortage you put me off, put me off my stride it, 18, 18, here. Eighteen, six, seventeen.
0: Todd says, "By the way, Paul, Todd told me he was the love of my life earlier. What do you make of that?" And he just stir. totally stirs the pot. He backs <laughs> down eventually and says, look, i just been I'm just wind you up, mate. I can see that you all loved it up together, Billy and, and Paul. I'm not one to get in the way of that. End of episode. Friday, Billy apologises to Paul for all the hoo-ha that went on <sighs> uh, on Wednesday's episode. Paul's not really having any of it. He's still a bit miffed. Meanwhile, Sean brings Dylan round. He's just got up down to that London to go and get him. And inexplicably, Dylan has got an incredibly northern accent. So I think that maybe Violet's been, you know, conversing to him in her native tongue of She's northern. She's
1: like, no, no listening to any of that southern anything.
0: Although she is going out to somebody called Anton, and that sounds like a, a proper southern there. Do they have Antons up north? I don't know.
1: I don't think that we are any more blessed with Antons than the North. Oh,
0: okay. I don't know. Maybe... It, I don't what, know. It might, just... what
1: about the word Anton makes you think it's Southern? It sounds
0: like... It sounds like a, um... What? You know, a, uh, a, a flashy sort of London name. I can imagine Anton, you know, going to work in Canary Wharf or something in a in Swiss suit.
1: When you say Anton, I just think of Anton Levey.
0: I think of Anton Deck. <laughs> I think you've been who are northern so i don't know what i'm talking uh, about
1: anton deck is a, is a porn star's name <laughs>
0: Grim. um anyway we'll get to the end of this soon um <laughs> dylan first impressions of him even though this isn't the first time we've seen him um he doesn't seem very excited he falls very nicely into the um, disinterested teenager mode and i don't know whether we're supposed to like him at the moment but um he he hasn't struck me in the same way as Sam did, let's just say that. But we're not anyway, he's supposed to be he's supposed to be grumpy, isn't he? How old is he now? What, twelve, thirteen? I don't know. So they go off to the cafe. Sean's um, annoyed about Todd hanging around there, and we also get to learn about their sleeping arrangements and now Todd is supposed to be sharing with Sean. I I don't know, I, I didn't really see the point of this anyway. So and then we had another scene that I didn't see the point of. Billy telling Paul, oh, I'm not going to go for my interview anymore. I postponed my archdeacon interview because family drama. And Paul's like, you massive flake. Do you think they're going to give you the job of the archdeacon? if Oh, I every can't, time... do,
1: can't even do an interview for the job because of too much drama in my own life.
0: Yeah, sorry, I'm a soap, I'm well, a soap character. am then you're going
1: to be the archdeacon. Does that count against archdeacon. me? Yeah, no. Anyway, we've already got an archdeacon. Her name is Karen Lund. She's the archdeacon of Greater Manchester. Is she? yeah. How do you know that? Looked it up. You've
0: actually got Wikipedia open. Well done. Um,
1: she used to be the vicar of Turton.
0: Sean Sean is having, as I put on Twitter earlier on, a dill pickle because his son has gone lost He's already. Lost him. He's barely lost him on the tram. He didn't care about trams, did he? If I lived somewhere that didn't have trams, I
1: didn't know, like, oh, which I do, what tram, I can't believe it. It's like going on so a tram is like a
0: highlight of going to what, Manchester. What the hell
1: are you talking about? A tram is just a a, a thing that, like an underground car, train, but it doesn't go underground. You donkey. Yeah. What's so crazy about that?
0: It's it's like an underground tram, but you can still keep tapping away on your phone and playing your Minecrafts and your Roblox and whatever it is that What's teenagers Roblox? Roblox 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 is a is a thing that children Roblox. do. I do I don't know what I'm talking go about. Go and
1: listen to your tunes and your rap songs.
0: Go and watch you in YouTube influencers.
1: Yeah, go and watch. And you can
0: you can do PewDiePie. that on a tram. So you should be happy. Yeah, that's PewDiePie. Watch, he's,
1: watch PewDiePie. He's in, isn't he?
0: Uh, go and watch. I can't remember Charlie D'Amelio <laughs>
1: She's <laughs> yeah. uh, a TikTok. Oh, watch a TikTok. <laughs> Record a TikTok. I want to do it all on a track. I desperately want, want Coronation Street to find out what TikToks are and, and have a character do one. I want Mary. I Rosie. Rosie is
0: all over TikTok, I bet.
1: I want Mary to say she's doing a TikTok.
0: I've, I think if they're have Gale find it, won't they? And say, I have done a tiktok Tik.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, anyway.
1: I, oh. But mum, it's the wall, you've just recorded at the wall, you've got the camera around the wrong way again. Girl, you you absolute idiot.
0: Todd finds like Dylan in the, the ginnel. So they haven't looked very far. My money was on Victoria Gardens. Yeah. Good job I didn't... Um, I agreed with you. Yeah, good job I didn't put actual real money on that one, because that's where usually people turn up. But no, he's... I would have
1: thought he'd been just standing outside a shop going, "What? how is everything so cheap?
0: I know. Um, he's having a bit of a mope, isn't he? He's having an emo moment in the ginnel because it Ooh. turns out that Violet, is mum, and Anton are going to split up. Why did, I'd forgotten that Violet and Jamie split up. I, I was kind of... I don't know.
1: Expecting him to come back, was you? Maybe.
0: We. we I, I, I texted Gemma this morning and said that we should have done Violet as our classic character profile oh, this week. We I don't right. know why we didn't. Coming soon, I'm sure, classic character profile of Violet if you want to know more, but... If you don't know anything about Dylan, all you need to know is my son. Basically, that doesn't
1: help if you don't know the
0: reference. That is a that is a Michael and Gemma conversation street uh, Coronation Street reference, isn't it? You have to clench
1: your fist and pump uh, your arm down and and
0: kind of wipe your 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 face with your with your with your sweaty worried palms. This is one of the many Coronation Street quotes. Not many, actually. We don't have lots of Coronation Street quotes no. that we use in everyday parlance, do we? We say but
1: my son all the time. My
0: son, with the action, comes straight from Sean yeah. when Violet and Jamie were driving off with him all those years ago. So well done, Anthony Cotton, you made the list. Um,
1: it's a very exclusive list.
0: Todd, Todd has a nice little chat with Dylan and also persuades him to bunk down with Sean in the living room so that Todd can have his own room tonight. Um... Charlotte has some angry words with Todd later for disappearing, seems to accept his apology, and then Todd sees Billy and Paul, goes and wind him up a little bit by mentioning that Billy and Sean used to be together. By the way, the interview seems to have gone quite well for the Archdeacon, and I guess we'll find out soon whether he's got it or not. Um, And at the end of the episode, Paul just wishes that Billy would shut up about Todd.
1: I also really like the way, the absolute commitment that Coronation Street has put into communicating to the viewers what it, what a what a um archdeacon is and why billy desperately wants to be one and why he's a good candidate because paul said to him what difference is it to be like an archdeacon and billy goes oh it's really different and then he changes the subject immediately like the right it's like i'm not gonna research none of this rubbish
0: and sean's just interested in what he gets to wear because he's like oh i bet they have a nice frock
1: yeah. <laughs> I want to know how much you get paid. That's a good question.
0: No, we don't look at no, that. I want to talk me. to you. What did you think of... Todd No, I know what you thought about Todd, but our listeners don't. Gemma, opinions yes. on Todd this <laughs> week. Todd week two slash three. He's... I'm warming to him. I'm I very think, pleased to say.
1: Yeah, I He's think- no
0: Bruno yet, but he's not... You know, last week, I massively slated new Todd in his snivelling, hiding, gulping ways. And actually, Wednesday was the first time that I was like, "You know what, I like you today. He's not exactly the same, but he had his he had a bit of his swagger back, didn't he? He had a bit of his um his his cool he had a bit of his sneakiness uh, you, know, you know winding people up wind and then watching them go off i i thought yeah i I could possibly I'm not going go any further than that now learn to like him, not as much as the old tud, maybe." But that's what I think, did you?
1: I like the way you were like, right, put your iPad down and answer this question that I'm going to answer instead of you.
0: What did you think of Todd this week, Jenny? I
1: thought he was great. Um, great? I saw lots of people going, oh yeah, I could definitely see the old Todd in him. He really, I really understand why they cast him. I think he's he's, yeah, shades of old Todd, definitely. But I didn't get that vibe at all. I just thought, okay, yeah, this is. It. It wasn't even that. I think his performance was radically different, or that he's better or worse than he was last week. It's just the story that he's in It's so mm. much more of a Todd story now than it was.
0: The the gangster stuff was what such such a silly way to the bring him that, back. The thing so that gets ridiculous. Me is a,
1: it seems to me as though it almost makes sense that they had a vision of like, oh, bring Todd back. Imagine if we brought Todd back. And the only picture we showed people was the funeral car. How can we? How can we finagle our way into writing that in so that we can have a funeral car as a promo picture? But I didn't see anything to do with like, oh, is Todd dead or alive? Like, Todd Mr. mystery of Todd. He he turns up dead. Because no, we knew that be... he'd been cast of, as somebody. Mm. So we.
0: Uh, and, and they they'd put the publicity photos. I'm, I'm not
1: saying that's what they that's what they actually did, but you know the, the visual of. a a funeral car with Todd flowers with Todd written on it it was a very strong image but it was completely lost, the story around it was ridiculous the gangster stuff was was odd I I thought it was
0: odd, it was more than odd
1: I really thought the stuff like about him being gay was shoehorned in
0: they they want that I can see in their eyes. I completely see in the writer's storyliner's room them saying, Oh what we've got to have something big foot talking about. Let's have, have let's have gangsters, let's have guns, we gotta have we gotta have Eileen being held at gunpoint.
1: Because they didn't really know whether it was supposed to be funny or not. No. And it, and it wasn't I it wasn't funny and it wasn't dramatic. They,
0: ha- they they clearly they if if they wanted it to be dark. It absolutely it wasn't. wasn't. It if they wanted funny. it to be funny, it kind of wasn't. No. Um, it just... It, it failed. It, it was a massive, massive fail, that it was story. was a real
1: big letdown, honestly. Mick was
0: a ridiculous villain. The
1: storyline would have been way better if he'd literally just got off the tram. Yeah. And said, I'm back.
0: I, I think you're right. I think you're right. It it was a, it utterly didn't work. A waste of time. But it doesn't matter because at least it was over in a week. I hope it's over. Mick certainly seems to have learned his lesson. Um, he's going to be getting the Weatherfield Good Samaritan Award next, next year. Just let me tell you that.
1: Um, I think there's some competition.
0: Who? Abby. Abby. Oh yeah. Well, of course, she's an unsung hero. She didn't need an award. So um, Todd was Todd was good. I liked. I just liked him going around winding people up. He had some great lines. He had hmm. some. He had some funny cocky lines, didn't they? Um, and. And and, and I, I also, I didn't always know whether to believe him or not. I think that the scene with him and Billy where they kind of open up to each other and they're talking about wanting to be back with each other and you're the love of my life and everything, that was a really, really important scene to make me feel something about the new Todd because it felt like he was opening up and being raw and honest and Todd's the sort of person that you can often, you don't know whether to believe or not but I think he really did mean it then. And it's like, you know, get to get to see him stripped back. Not in the way that Billy would like to see Todd. Terrible. Thoughts?
1: I'm looking up how much an arch, archdeacon... You're still trying to
0: find out uh, an archdeacon's okay, salary. Well, in 1999...
1: <laughs> Beacon. In, in 1999, the archdeacon of York earned £19,780 a year. Huh. But he also gets to keep whatever he makes for writing and broadcasting... And he gets to live in a house. For yeah, I free. suppose you haven't got
0: your mortgage.
1: And you get a, he gets a free car. All of his work expenses are paid by the church, but he has to drive himself apparently.
0: Where does if a, if a vicar lives in a vicarage? Does an archdeacon live in an archdeaconage? He lives, he
1: lives in a free house, an agreeable semi in the village of Bishopsthorpe, down oh. the road from the Archbishop's Palace. That's a bit of a that's a bit of a bit in the face, isn't it? The archdeacon is in a semi and the Archb- archbishop is in a palace. I can forget that for a laugh.
0: It so that you got something to aspire to
1: Look at this, if you love Jesus enough, you can move into a palace just like the Queen.
0: Yeah. what did you think of the Billy and Todd scene? Did you did you believe that one? The, the one the, the, the that was literally just Which talking about one? the one in that in number eleven where Billy's saying where they're getting all angry with each other and Todd's saying that we should be back together and oh. Billy was saying, Oh you're the love of my life <laughs> I just I felt I, I really that was some great, great character stuff. And and possibly one of the only times in the week where I could believe Todd was being honest.
1: I know what you mean. He is a bit like Pan or something, or where he's just mischievous. And you think, what What is motivating you to say this? Is this just the most inconvenient thing you can think of saying for for any situation that you're in, or are you genuinely upset here? Yeah. Because why did he come back?
0: Well, he was on the run.
1: He didn't come back. This is the pro- this is the problem with the whole situation, Todd. Uh, Todd didn't come back to win Billy back, win his heart, did he? No, he I don't think so. He got caught himself up in something ridiculous, and he was he was having an affair with a ma- with a married man. He can't be that hung up on Billy, otherwise he would have been back ages ago. Well,
0: I think it's just like he. I think it's a case of he would got over him, but then when he went when, is it
1: like... all he had to do was listen,
0: listen to Billy reading a reading a Bible verse off of the whatever on his, his like phone to go, have him tempted downstairs.
1: So like when you go to the pub. And you're like, oh, they have got pork scratchins. and you didn't really fancy pork scratchings. until you saw that there was some behind the bar, and you're like, I've oh, got, we've got to have some pork scratchings now. I've seen them. Yeah, is it like that? I Billy think it's so. just a big bag of pork scratchins.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, makes sense to me. the it was, the, 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 um, who was it? it was I love pork scratchings. Todd called him a prime rumples, and then didn't he in one of the in one of the episodes this week? Um, I thought
1: he was calling himself a, a nice. Or steak. Oh, maybe he was. I don't know. I'm a I'm a really nice steak, and. And Paul is Paul is a a big bender from what's it called? Wimpy. What's it called? I don't know. A bender in a bun.
0: Oh yeah yeah, it is, isn't. What's it? What's it called? No, I don't know. I don't know. I know who you mean.
1: Bun bender bun. I forgot what it's
0: called. I don't know. I'm trying to, to think of the worst burger well. I
1: can think of. <laughs> a McBender. it's not called a bender. <laughs> Bender in a bun, I think. All right. right. I don't know. Is it sausage?
0: I don't know. You look that up. (laughs) I I wonder as well. (laughs) Billy Billy is saying to Paul he's not interested in Todd and that he doesn't want this chaos in his life. But I don't know whether I believe him or not. I kind of hope that Billy is more interested in Todd because I'd much, much rather see Billy get back with Todd than Paul. And all throughout Wednesday's episode, I was wondering: Are we supposed to be on Paul's side here, or are we supposed to be on Todd's side? Who do we want them to be with? It it, it kind of felt like we're supposed to be championing, um, Paul and Billy. You know, we're supposed to be standing them and and look at Todd. He's coming in and um and wrecking this. But equally, Todd was given the much better lines, the much better put downs. He came uh, out on top every time once he. Once he got into a, you know, verbal sparring match with Paul, so I didn't know who I didn't know exactly who Cory wanted us to be, you know, on the side of. What do you, what what do you, what do you reckon?
1: Are we what are you asking me whether we sh- we should we think that Paul and Billy should be together?
0: That is part of what I'm asking, yes.
1: Or whether it should be Todd would, and would Billy. You,
0: would you like to see Billy leave Paul for Todd, and will he? <laughs>
1: I'm always gonna say no because I can't be bothered with drama about relationships and and stuff. Like it just seems that like kind of what soap is based on. No, it isn't. It's, it's about murdering people and getting away with it. <laughs> Ask Gary
0: and Arthur.
1: Yeah, it just seems like too much. Like, oh, I just there's
0: there's there's there were so m- nothing
1: about it appeals. N- Honestly, there's Billy got to be some Paul. kind of
0: partner swapping. Yeah, they're right. going to have, they're going have, we're going to have Todd and Billy, or Todd and, um, or, and Paul, or Billy and it's Sean are going to get that back Sean together. Sean has,
1: has stuck his nose into this. Yeah, and he's now in under the same roof as Todd. Yeah, is almost sleeping in the Sean same room. Sean going to get a crush on Todd?
0: Well, he has had a crush on Todd in the past, so maybe you'll get that. But I, I don't know. I don't know but i just i just not oh uh, yeah I, I, I i'm i'm not i'm not i don't know what i'm saying i don't want billy and paul to stay together is basically what i'm saying because i have given them it yeah and i i don't i'm not feeling I the th- chemistry at least, or anything at there. least but even with billy
1: and todd would would have arguments about interesting things i mean but bo- P- billy and paul are so boring they have arguments about whether they're st- mentally strong enough to work for it Helpline. It's like boring.
0: Paul to me just comes across as as one of Billy's victims that he's yeah. he's befriended at and he's fallen in love with, yeah. kind of. But he just really wants to look after him. I'm yeah. not. I'm not feeling anything there. No, it Whereas, feels a bit like even, a
1: disciple and a teacher.
0: Even though this is a, even though um, Billy and Todd have also obviously got a lot of history, Billy and Gareth Pierce's Todd haven't. But I felt more of a connection between those two in that scene at Eileen's house Mm. than I think I ever have between Billy and Paul
1: I'll tell you what, great performance from um, the guy who plays Billy
0: Dan Brocklebank That's,
1: that's his name
0: yeah, yeah, he, he, he was did great. a really good performance. He did. He was Finally,
1: a... he gets to do something. We yeah, on, on that like episode, he was a bit walking around, pursing his lips, and holding his satchel. He, he was
0: a bit over the top as I said on Monday during the exorcism scene, but he did a much better Michael, job on Wednesday. When you're
1: exorcising a demon, you have to be a bit OTT about it because <laughs> they don't leave if you just ask them nicely.
0: <laughs> so the, can you go? That's where I've been going wrong all this time. Can
1: you please leave?
0: <laughs> but so at the end of the day do you think that Todd has given up because he said at the end of the episode no. on Wednesday to, to Eileen I'm, I'm not it. one to get in the way no, of people
1: he's a liar he's, he's going to do it even more now because he's a contrary little git
0: when he gets sets his eyes on something when and he, he knows what he, he wants when he's not
1: allowed to do something yeah, that's or the somebody thing. says don't do this he's like whatever you can't tell me what to do
0: yeah he is going to keep on he's going to keep on going he's a
1: troublemaker he doesn't know any other way of being alive
0: yeah, yeah. um that's kind of it for this story, isn't yep. it? There are a few more scenes of Eileen failing massively at hiding the fact that Todd was in the house the, the early on in the week. But we, we didn't have him coming down the stairs quite so much as we did last <laughs> week, but there was one scene where, I can't remember, somebody leaves the house and literally the door is barely closed yep. when Eileen yells out, Todd! Get down here! And this is this is through the same front door that <sighs> Gary was able to hear a conversation in the back room just last I think, week. was it
1: Sean? He left.
0: Yeah, probably. And
1: he comes back and goes... So Arlene, Arlene, did you say shout Todd, and she would say, "No." I was just like, "Oh, Todd, Todd, he's I don't know where he is." Todd, I'm just shouting for my missing child. Didn't you hear me? I was Off shouting. Work, I was son. saying Jason earlier. Jason,
0: oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So Dylan, just before we move on, any theories about why they'd be bringing about yeah, what's or what What's your it? first reaction? Because, like I said earlier, I wasn't, you know. I wasn't like going amazing. No, I was. I'm, I was very. He was like
1: okay, that's cool. I guess
0: beforehand, I was yeah. interested to see the character mm. because as long-term listeners to this podcast, now I do have a bit of a soft spot for Sean, and I know that he gets an awful lot of flack from the fan community. Uh, but I, I quite, I do quite like him. But he never has any storylines, and when oh, he yeah, does, really they go line. a bit wrong.
1: He was homeless,
0: so <laughs> I'm trying not to he mention that. He had to that. drink
1: tea out of a, of a polystyrene cup.
0: I I'm in, I'm interested to see is this a store is this a Sean storyline? Are they gonna give him something to do? But I, I but he I not think of
1: anything interesting to do with the child. No,
0: nor can I. And what's he
1: gonna do? Like start trying to date Faye or, I don't know.
0: No, he's too he's too he's much too young for that. I don't know. But um I he was No, he's No, he's phase eighteen, isn't she? Um Oh
1: yeah, she's she's got a job.
0: She does, she's got a job. <laughs> um He and he's only going to be here for a week, isn't he? He's here for half term. Maybe Weatherfield's going to go on lockdown and he has to stay well, for longer. Yeah, I don't exactly. know. I that is a mirror that for is a real life. Question. Um, I, good Is he going to overhear something? I, do, I, I don't yeah. really know. I,
1: I'm happy to find out. I'm not... I can't think of anything that interesting, unfortunately. Yeah.
0: But I am glad that he got a mention because... He, like A bit like um, Joseph when he went away to Portugal. I was wondering, are we ever going to see this child again or is he going to come back? So I well, occasionally, I've occasionally gives, wonder.
1: It gives... Um,
0: Violet a ring. What? I to, oh, so I was going to say, he, he, it, it.
1: occasionally gives Sean an alibi for where he's oh, gone. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I so, want to know whether Dylan knows that his dad was homeless. Maybe. He probably talks about it all the time. Yeah oh dad they've given me maths homework well 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 i was homeless well
0: speaking of homeless I when think i was be... homeless i would have given here.
1: anything to get maths homework just to talk to someone and sit inside the warm speaking you of don't homeless... know you're born when you're home when you're homeless you get a whole new perspective on things and granted i was only homeless because i didn't say anything to anybody
0: speaking of homeless oh I there's going to be some once. homeless people on coronation street soon if ray crosby gets his way the worst i'm going to pass over to you homeless, Gemma, to tell us what this nefarious villain the has been up to with gary this week oh
1: and the shame read of it. read these
0: notes look aaron <laughs> comes over A. A. monday Ron comes
1: around and Sh- and shona's like oh i'm still i still don't know what i'm doing ever yeah basically and Darren says, David... <laughs> Darren? He's Darren? I put David and Aaron together.
0: <laughs> oh that's their name. <gasps> oh, It, do- oh, it doesn't work David- with David and Shona. Maybe there's Aaron. Sharon would be... Sha-
1: Sharon. Oh, yeah, it would be,
0: wouldn't it? Just if Shona and Aaron got together. Sharon!
1: Sharon and Darren. <laughs> oh, that's a love triangle I'd like to see. Not really. David <laughs> <laughs> David tells Aaron about what happened with Hugo, which is the name of the um, the hippie. Yeah,
0: aris- you know, aristocratic, the populist wonder.
1: Aristocratic hippie. And he's like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Anyway, also he's like, look, I, I know you've got your problems, but I've got to reduce my hours with Shona soon because I've got other, other people to talk about. So they're talking to you. Aaron and David try to talk to Shona to say to her we understand that you have urges and you would like to consummate your marriage with your husband but it's a bit creepy and and that and David is worried that he's taking advantage of you and she's like I don't care he can't he's not I want I want to sleep with him blah 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 and she doesn't get that it's kind of weird she still doesn't get it she gets a bit upset and then she says look I just, I just need you to tell me if I'm doing something weird or wrong. You just need to tell me. And and Aaron's like, you are getting better. And then she's like, yeah, I guess. Also, weren't you raped that time by Josh, that Josh guy or something? And David's like, no. You, you, why are you bringing this up? You can't just talk about things like that. It's really upsetting. Don't just mention it in front of Aaron or whatever. And he just storms off. You go. Upsetting. I'm going
0: out to the sinkhole or maybe sometime.
1: He goes to the pub actually and he gets chatting to Gary who for this week is his best friend. Um and he says Gary gives him advice and says we all learn to play the card the hands were dealt, which is the same as saying, It is what it is Deal
0: with it, David. Or
1: I'm not interested in your problems. Would you like to share some pork scratchings with me at socially distanced? Pork scratchings. Do
0: you mean pork scratchings or do you mean Billy?
1: No, pork scratchings are really nice. Hmm. I don't know where I am now. David has scratches. a bit of a
0: sensitive moment. He says, "Oh, I see Shona pretending that she loves oh, me, yeah. but I pretend not, not to notice." I
1: don't think I can pretend that she like she loves me anymore. So she he goes back home, and Shona apologizes to him and says, "I wish I was the old Shona." And she says, "She seems pretty wet, but everyone seems to love her, and they sort of have a bit of heart of a heart to heart." And I guess they. Husband sort of. and wife. Basically, they just sort of stuff. go, "Yeah, this is the situation that we're in. I guess we have to play the hands that we're dealt."
0: Basically, so that's the kind of David and Shona um action in that story. But meanwhile, there's also some stuff bubbling meanwhile, away between oh, I concurrently,
1: Ray, stuff plays, going on between Ray, Ray and Gary, plays Gary. It says, "Look, you know this job that you said you'd do, um, you got to help me out with it." And Maria's like, "Maria's going to be happy to get rid of the Platts, apparently, because she's well, she's mad at everybody because they didn't help Gary." Mm. She's holding a grudge, isn't she? Yeah. Um. They're back in the bistro sorting out the details later, and Gary's like, "This isn't going to be as easy as you think it is. This community is really tight." He's obviously listened to our podcast, where I was complaining that we didn't have any demonstration whatsoever of the community spirit of Coronation Street, and these people seem to not really care that they where they live anymore. And David was already talking about selling the house, and then sh- all it took was Shana going, "Oh, I, I." Do- I think I might get my memory back if I stay here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um but but he's but Gary says, Ray, this is gonna be really difficult. You need me to help you. Um and Gary and Ray says, Right, you got the job, but you need to convince David to sell the house. And then immediately Gary goes, well, I can't do that. I didn't get Gary of this all week. the people on the on the street. He didn't seem like Ray basically said to him, Listen, I wanna buy all that bit of that the street and Gary says, "I'll help you do it." Yeah. And then Ray says, "Start with David." And Gary goes, "It's impossible. You'll never get him to sell." It
0: was basically, wasn't it? Well, then, it?
1: what do? You, why didn't you say this earlier? When I said that was my plan,
0: Gary was saying, "I'll drive the bulldozer last week." Wasn't yeah. he? Think? He's going to drive it around oh, to number yeah. eight and then Maybe just he's bulldoze gonna be into like, Jeff,
1: like that guy that lives on the farm that wouldn't move for the motorway.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, also, there's there's something very interesting about what it is. Why specifically Ray needs this particular part? of the world and he can't just find some random... Well,
0: he's supposed to have a load of hotels all over the place although he spends an awful lot of time just at the bistro now. I don't think... I can't remember the last time we saw Ray at his actual hotel.
1: I know, but, but yeah, being a hotelier and being a restaurant are a bit different, aren't they? He's obviously trying to learn the ropes <clears throat> mm. so, and trying to sell lasagna. I still can't shift it. Um, yeah, he's like, oh, it's going to be too hard. The place leans a lot to David and Ray says, what, what if we get this Roxy and I'm I'm convinced now after we mentioned it, previously it is, didn't
0: I it's... am not convinced because David in today's episode says I've spoken to, to Roxy and I've agreed to sell the house and I think that David would recognise Debbie. I don't know whether he just speak, spoke to her Denise. on the I don't know whether he just spoke to her no, on the I reckon phone. She's
1: like Hello, it's me Roxy, yes. <laughs> um I am going to buy the house from no, you I'm and I'm you can live there. Because now. I just want I just like to own things like Monopoly. You ever play Monopoly? It's really good.
0: There's a Coronation Street version.
1: <laughs> There's a Game of Thrones version. I like that one as well. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, Ray says, tell whatever Roxy says, I'll buy the house and rent it back to you. And, and and Gary goes, but I thought you wanted to knock it down. And Ray's like, look, shut up. Just be a pretty face and do what I tell you.
0: Which is, again, why, why Gary clearly knows that Ray wants to knock the house down. So why does he say you'll never be able to get David to say? I don't get it.
1: It, a lot of it doesn't make real sense if you think about it particularly... Was
0: Gary saying, you never get him to leave, so just bulldoze it with him inside it? Was that what he was hoping I would know, happen? I don't know what
1: you mean. What do you mean?
0: What? He's like, you're not going to get David to sell the house. I just assumed you wanted me to bulldoze it with David inside yeah, it.
1: Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's all it's all, um, a bit odd. But I don't really care. I'm kind of enjoying
0: it. Wednesday, into good episode of the week.
1: Hugo... The sockless wonder comes to the barbers, and he has—he's going. I've been rejected from three castings, and I shall set my followers upon you. I've got over a million. He's got, 2.5 million,
0: got two point five million. I've got two and
1: a half million followers, and they all hate you. Um, and he takes photos and things of David, like gurning. And well, David's confused. just looking, like
0: in the background, going, "What? What are you doing?"
1: Also, the thing is, if you've got two and a half million followers, they're probably around all around the world. How many of them? It's not like but people travel far for for a barbers, is it? If you go to the barbers that is near to what is convenient to you, and if if the your local one is on is on some rando influencers page chopping off his top knot, you'd probably go. He looks better without it, to be honest. Yeah. I think it's free advertising, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. If I was David, I'd get on top of it and go, well, chop your top knot off for free." <laughs> you could get a load of business for that, probably.
0: Yeah, D chop knotting.
1: <laughs> D chop knotting. Yeah. Top knotting.
0: D top knotting. You said de chop
1: knotting. No,
0: forget it. What <laughs> else I don't happens? know what you
1: mean. Um, Gary goes to see David. He's like, "Oh, I'm really worried." And and Gary says, "Why don't you?" Why don't you see whether they'll let you stay here and buy the house? Sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? But no, don't worry, because I think that they'll go for it. You should see what happens. And Gary goes back to Ray and says, Oh, I don't think David's going to go for it. Um... You, you can't just shaft him. You, you've got to compromise. Why does he care now? <laughs> I know, he's it's just... Sort of, like In like two he's, days... He's the
0: weakest villain. In
1: two days, he's, he's, he's literally down. gone from, I hate David and I'm going to get like, my revenge on, on all of Weatherfield. And then two days later, he's like, well, I shared some pork scratchings with him and I think I've got a new friend. <laughs> so he's like, um, Ray's like, yeah, I'll pretend to compromise. Ha, ha, ha. David tells Shona about this offer And Shana's like, why don't you sell it? You should just sell it.
0: Yeah, she's got no ties to the house. And David's like, I thought you wanted
1: to stay here because it will help you. And she's like, I don't give a crap. All I care about is you and the kids. I don't have any memory of this. So I don't have any sentimental attachment to it at all. You should just sell it. It's got a bloody great big hole in the garden. (laughs) But don't tell Sarah and Gail as it will just worry them. And for some reason, David decides to take advice from somebody with such mental health issues that she can't remember not to touch hot things
0: Uh, that seemed like a very silly idea from Shona and I don't get why David followed it. Just and went, also, yeah, great, it wasn't artist. even a secret that lasted a long time. Literally, no, no, no. halfway through the next the episode, point, David, David find, uh, Gail finds out about so it. So David
1: tells Gary that he's spoken to Roxy and he sold his house. And then the next scene is Gail answering the phone. And Roxy's there going, hello. Yes, I've brought your
0: house. Hello, it's me. Definitely not Debbie Webster.
1: Um, tell Gary we're going to give him... No, tell David we're going to give him the money for his house. And she's like, what? The house is sold? Oh, I guess I'll tell him. And then she has to go at him.
0: Gemma, do you know Gail is Sally's best friend? She would definitely recognise Debbie Webster. Why? Because Debbie Webster is Kevin's sister, and Sally used to be married to Kevin, didn't she? For all That's those got nothing years. she to do with it? She would definitely. I don't she's think it's her. She's putting
1: on a special voice. I don't think it's her. She's 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 putting on a special voice, Michael um gail, so david's like oh i'm gonna fix the sinkhole and gail says by the way roxy phoned up and immediately david knows that she's worked out that he's sold the house and he's like "Well, it's my house I can do what i want and also the sinkhole's not gonna fill itself is it i've been waiting and it's still there <laughs> i need to i need to pay for the fixing it and he says the people want to buy the house for an investment and gail says well i hope you know what you're doing And Ray says, don't worry, this plan is a guaranteed success. Yeah. (laughs) So what, I mean, what?
0: What? I don't, I'm I'm still, I'm still not super, super into this story.
1: I don't, I love this story, but there are so many things wrong with it. Like, like, why, why does, there must be, the thing is about it, is that for this to be compelling... Ray has to have a vindictive reason why he has to do this here and nowhere else. And I don't think he does.
0: Yeah, just, it's just convenient. Like, I really
1: hate everybody here because you're all so sweet and twee. That's not a reason. Also, even if he were to demolish, a ha- a, like, what was it? Three houses, a, a salon, a taxi firm, a factory, factory news a shop, agents, yeah, um, and a garage... What zoning is that? And how is he going to get planning permission to replace it with one thing? I don't know. No, I don't know either. He's a
0: businessman. He, he knows I know stuff. all
1: about business. Because for some reason, being a hotel owner means that your skills are transferable to uh, running a restaurant and also being a property developer. Yeah. Great. Well, he,
0: he, it, Roxy is a property developer. She's just his friend. Roxy is She's his evil friend.
1: No, Roxy's Debbie.
0: Um... Yeah, I, I don't think there's and a whole lot. She not know anything. I don't know there's a whole lot to talk about this week because we covered most of the main bases this week, uh, last week. It's just odd that Gary. It's like Gary, it's like. doesn't that, really want to do it. Gary
1: reminds me of, of like, in a movie where you have an evil, an evil villain and he has a henchman, but the henchman's got a conscience. And he's doing all these evil things, but he can't. He's, like, upset about it. Mm hmm. That's what it reminds me of. i can't think of any examples
0: no but i know yeah i know what you mean
1: it's a, it's a pretty famous trope
0: mm. i'm and, and and still i'll carry on saying i'm still not convinced about shona and is she gonna get better or is you she not gonna get better can i
1: say no she's not going to
0: i oh, it feels like she's putting on an act well,
1: she it, is, it feels she's
0: acting i know i know that julia is acting but it, it feels like Shona is putting on an act.
1: Yeah, I know, but don't forget that it she's it, Yeah, but this is what kinda of like what David was saying of like feels like she's she's pretending to like me.
0: I don't know, it just I yeah, Shona was very believable. And it's and I, I obviously don't know Julia Goulding, but it felt like she was she was playing herself or she was playing someone that was very similar to herself. I don't know. I, it it felt completely natural. But this this new version of her just feels like She's putting on a character, and and Shona isn't a character character, and some. But sometimes she's funny. She does say she does have some great lines, some great one liners. But I don't know how long I can put up with it for. I just I just want things to go back to normal. But anyway, somebody
1: let's... um somebody did post a feature about um. On our Facebook group about somebody who loses their memory. Yes, it happened. And In a freak accident and then rediscovers the love for the husband. And I just Googled it and I found a completely different couple where, the, where a different woman falls back in love with her husband. Oh, so It happens more often than you think. Either it happens more than you might think it would or there's a lot of women going around tell, telling very tall tales <laughs> to get into random um, online websites like the New Zealand Herald.
0: I've heard of that. Let's get on to Battersby stuff. Um, so Monday, Steve and Leanne are talking about needing a person to be on their side in this upcoming £50,000 court case of the century. Maybe we can get Dr Schmitz to come and fight for our corner, because surely he'll be able to say... Surely the doc- man
1: that refused to help us will help us.
0: Yeah, basically. So they try trying phoning him up, but he's not answering, and uh, he's like, oh, no, not them again. <laughs> Tell them, them, them I'm not here.
1: Tell them I'm out eating hamburgers.
0: Leanne says, look, the only course of action is to get... M- am I going to march right over to Germany? See, Leanne is so, you know, so het up by all this. I reckon she could just strop all the way across the she English Channel. She could just, Channel.
1: like, take a running jump and, like, jump over the whole of France. Just powered by
0: pure no, I think pure I, rage. I can see her walking up to the channel, and because she's so enraged, it burns. Boils it boils away the water, and she'd be like Moses <laughs> parting the, the sea, Walking and on she top just over the
1: channel tunnel.
0: Yeah, basically. But hmm. she, she doesn't want to go, so Steve agrees to go over to Germany instead, and because she can't leave all Oliver all this time, I'm fine with it, Leanne. He's like, I'll, I'll go I, I over don't there. I don't care about
1: our son at all. He just and wants he just to goes, go to the beer keller's. Yeah, he's he's like up to October first. Bye then. Yeah, but it is, it is October? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're doing much for October.
0: We're probably going to have Dr. Schmidt's phone up early on next week because hello, I I I, I, had, I, I had
1: another thought about I, it. Maybe I, I could be, help you, you know in the what, court like, case. Did, this kid is actually really. You keep saying I wish about you had ask how. me
0: last week. How
1: cute and funny he is, and I just think he's great. <laughs> and his 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 stepbrother is so sweet. Oh, a bottle of rockets. Oh, we love rockets. No, 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 sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> we do get to see more oh no we'll get we'll get them on Wednesday on Friday. Wednesday, Nick is opening up to Gail, who's been a bit more serious this week, about worrying over this whole Oliver business. And Gail is actually quite nice about it and serious about it, and she's really excited about seeing Sam later today Sue gonna to be selling uh, too, who's gonna to be selling these bottle rockets in Victoria Gardens. She's less impressed by the news that Natasha's coming, but um she's still gonna she's still gonna help out. So Sam's there, he's got his bicarbonate soda rockets, hasn't he? That he wants to sell to the people of Victoria Gardens, the
1: idiots,
0: to raise money for Oliver. It was really bad place. I mean, I know that over the last two years, let's say Victoria Gardens it's has risen
1: dra- dramatically. Yeah, the the
0: number of people who go there, but. Mm-hmm. It's not going to get you past in traffic, traffic, is it? (laughs) No, there's not. It's the people that happen to go and sit on a bench. No, and why would you go there apart from you want to go and sit somewhere quietly? No, can I just tell you the perfect way of
1: conning people into buying crap they don't want? You go, you walk along, and you see a little kid with a store, and you go, "This is very intriguing. What could this be? Perhaps he's selling a cupcake or something I want." You go in there, and there's a bunch of bloody bottle rockets on on just. On a table, and there's a little adorable child going, "I'm raising money for my brother, who's going to die." And you're like, "Well, crap! I can't get away now, can I? You've got to <laughs> give you two pounds for this useless piece of plastic." I'd buy you it know, from Sam. This is killing turtles. I'd Sam. do anything for what Sam. What are you doing? Here you go, child. Then sorry. Yeah, blast it's your rocket perfect, into the air, it land in the Manchester way, the Canal. Yeah, it's a perfect way of calling people because you you're trapped.
0: Mm. Very true. No way out.
1: It's bad enough when you go to a car boot sale and you see something cool on the stall and you go and touch it and the person's like, oh, that's really interesting. That belonged to my Aunt Vera. It's, it's three pounds if you want it and it's a brooch. you know like, oh, I don't want it now.
0: Meanwhile, wow, back Awkward. in the hospital, court-appointed guardian, Wendy comes over to see Wendy or, is a good name, is As it? I like to call her, doctor, not a doctor
1: doctor not a doctor yes
0: and she's gonna come and have a meeting with nick and leanne leanne is a stone cold bitch to her because she mm. saw her and doctor hospital having a laugh in the corridor
1: oh i love this i want to know so mad she
0: was raging on I, when, uh, the
1: best thing about this is that leanne will not let it go and she's like oh so you think it's funny that you're a dying do you and when he's like no, of course not. And she's like, oh, wow. Well, well, I can't imagine what is so funny that you think you can laugh in a hospital of all places. <laughs> and Wendy never says what it is. So I just imagine that she and Dr. Hospital send each other rude pictures of men or something, <laughs> like topless men, and they're talking about where they want to go to a strip club together or something really rude and illicit. Yeah. Because Wendy would say, like, oh, she'd be like, I sorry, no, hassles. it was just a funny hamster. It was a picture of a hamster eating things. And we thought it was cute. She would, you would say, wouldn't you? Yeah. So she's keeping it quiet that it's like a man with a reindeer sock on his penis.
0: <laughs> That's the only explanation. the only I thing I can right. think
1: of that I'd laugh at You're right. to the hospital yeah. next to his dying child. I, I, to I
0: want to have... Um... I know, I know it's probably not possible now, but Patch Adams come into Coronation Street. Not
1: possible now.
0: <laughs> like, I just imagine him walking into the children's ward and seeing Leanne go, giving him the evils, and then just slowly just backing out. <laughs> just like, oh, oh you
1: yeah, think nope. it's funny? You think laughter's the best medicine for you? <laughs> well, if, that, if it was that simple, don't you think I would have tried it already?
0: There, there's got to be no reason you? why I've sat my buffoonish husband next to Oliver all this time. Look at
1: Steve, he's an idiot. He's, <laughs> Oliver hasn't laughed once. <laughs>
0: Coronation Street is the premier soap for comedy laughter was going to work we have got it, it have by now it would have
1: happened now. already you're so insensitive Robin Williams ghost get out <laughs> can't believe you came back from the dead for this now leave
0: um anyway Doctor Wednesday no not Doctor Is She Wednesday Wednesday Doctor Wednesday <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Wednesday because Wednesday <laughs> Adams because <He's>, of Patch Adams the extra member of the Adams
2: family well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's the black sheep <laughs> of the family. <laughs> yeah. didn't talk about him. He's <laughs> doctor. helps people. It's so embarrassing.
0: <laughs> anyway, we got to guess again. <laughs> Wendy assures her that Le- that she is independent from the hospital she has nothing to do with Have it she just wants anybody? to represent Oliver's best interests. I just need to learn about him I had to look on Wikipedia, but there's not much there yeah. I had to look in the latest Coronation Street book sorry he doesn't get a mention because he's not much of a character so Leanne maybe you can fill me in on all the missing details of uh, all the adventures and escapades that he gets up to on Tuesday Thursday Saturday and Sundays he's actually you. adorable he's actually really sweet and funny says Leanne exactly Sam's
1: great kid. Well, you haven't seen Oliver.
0: You haven't seen Oliver on the days off, honestly. He's great. He's he's said, said, he's a I
1: call him a munchkin because I'm cool. Um, I'm a cool mum.
0: It doesn't take long though before Leanne to start opening up. She's sobbing her heart out to when, when am <laughs> Gonna call her Wednesday again. When? And then again. <laughs> Why can't
1: I say the Wendy, name Wendy? Wendy. Just call her Wednesday if you Wendy want to. Wendy,
0: telling her <laughs> all about Oliver. Then she has a go at her again and Nick apologises for her. Oh, I
1: love
0: it. Th- this was She's great. Like, this was a brilliant she moment. Can't help N- Nick's like, look, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry Leanne my... is like...
1: Don't apologise for me. daggers How dare you embarrass Fuming. me in front of Wednesday.
0: As soon as, she, as soon as Nick said that, I was like, oh, Nick, so you are going to be, be paying for that one. <laughs> he is, he totally is. Um, <laughs> so Gail, back at home, is accusing Natasha of carrying a tort for Nick. Not A talk for <laughs> Nick. A torch for Nick. <laughs> what is
1: wrong
0: with you? And, um, Do you want she, some Vodka. No, or it, she says it reeks of desperation. You clearly still want to steal him away from Leanne. Get out of my life. I like how they've kept Gail's grudge to Natasha because the last thing that we saw of those two together was Natasha walking out of the medical centre 10 was years she ago. Ruined? After, yeah. yeah, basically. She
1: got Gail fired. Getting
0: Gail fired and, yeah exploding behind
1: her. Gail got herself fired for being naughty.
0: Yes. So Gail's having a go at Natasha. Back at the hospital, Toya has to do her counselling thing where Nick and Leanne are at loggerheads in the car. Well, Nick is is kind of cowering. I really
1: just want, at some point, Toya to turn around to Leanne and go, Leanne, I know this is a really tough time and I've said to you time and time again that everybody coach with things differently and you're doing the best that you can Uh, and it's a real real struggle for you. I can see that you've got a lot of emotional burden that you're carrying and of course from time to time you will lose your temper and you will get upset and I can see it's not fair, I understand completely, but why are you such a bitch all the time? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Basically, she's probably thinking it,
1: isn't she? Yeah, she's so professional but really... Leanne is the the only thing wrong with her is that she's a, an epic bitch.
0: Yeah, she and gets, I love her
1: for it. She honestly.
0: gets Leanne to see that maybe Doctor Not a Doctor is has does have some sort of feelings because Leanne's accusing her of being just cold and heartless and very clinical about yeah. the whole thing, which is ironic as she is not a doctor. And uh, Toya says, "When I was a counsellor, did you know I used to be a counsellor? I don't remember I was a counsellor yeah, before yeah. I got my current job.
1: Before I worked in marketing."
0: Um, I used to get so upset by some of the things that people told me, but I couldn't show it. I had to be, I had to just listen and advise, and that was it. So maybe Wendy like, is, maybe, the same. maybe
1: Wendy's professional. She manages
0: to calm things down. And Good also,
1: you do you think that shouting at the person that has been hired to protect oliver is the best course of action
0: i think that shouting chatting at everybody is the best course of what action do you mean, and how do you else am i supposed to get anything done around here are you
1: telling me i don't know how to help my son are you telling me i'm in fact making it worse and making everyone around me I miserable thought
0: was great. um Maybe. back at uh, victoria court a journalist friend of Natasha's called Suki comes over. She wants to write a story about Leanne which might help them to raise money. It's going to raise awareness for Oliver and then people can send in money. Maybe they have a little, I don't know, blank cheque. Not a blank cheque. Yeah, blank cheque to Leanne and that they can cut out, fill in the amount of money and then send it in. Is that how it works? No, I don't
1: think that's what they do. Okay. Why is nobody mentioned like a just giving or a GoFundMe or a... <laughs> Indiegogo. I don't know. <laughs> Indiegogo project. I don't know to save Oliver. And you know the thing about Indiegogo, don't you? No. If you don't get if it if you don't achieve your goal by the end of it, everyone gets their money back.
0: Oh, perfect. So but if Oliver so. dies,
1: you get a refund. If.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Leanne thinks that this Suki is a, a bit dodgy at first, but then when she calls her a superhero, Leanne, the smile that Leanne's like, give is like, goes, yes!
1: Thank you for noticing. At last. Nobody around her seems no. to appreciate the fact that I'm really good at shouting. Yeah. And it's moaning a, and making everything worse. Yeah.
0: Um, so she she agrees to tell her story. Of but what Suki interview. wants, unfortunately, is not the same slant as Leanne was hoping to have with this no, article. She's, no, she's
1: basically asking her questions based around the situation that is the reality of what's happening. Leanne wants a fantasy version of, of the of the story, which is that Oliver will wake up if people just listen to Leanne.
0: Yeah, basically. So Leanne's like, you're just a bloodsucker, you just want to write well, a sad story, is, sell a few papers, get out. The problem is, Suki's
1: like, so, what... What do you what do you think about the fact that your son's gonna die?
0: Yeah, what do you think about the hopeless situation <laughs> that your son's in? has it made you feel sad? Des- the desperate really bottomless
1: on? yearning of your soul. How is how would you put that in your words?
0: <laughs> Journalists, say, eh, Gemma? Mm. What do you like?
1: Oh, it must be sad, yeah. Shall I write that down? Um, Can I write down that there's a tear in your eye? <laughs>
0: She'd get a Rita you kind look of vibe. tired and sad.
1: Shall I put your Suki tired and sad?
0: Suki has to leave. She gets thrown out by Leanne. Although she does have a bit of a laugh with Nick about how well Sam's doing in the garden. I was just waiting for Leanne to come burst together. Oh, you think now, it's funny, do you? Now you, Nick. Yeah, a two Nick. Oh,
1: what? A bottle rocket to raise money for my son who's dying? You think dying? that's hilarious,
0: do you? You think he's not going to make enough money for it? You don't think he can raise £50,000 selling bottle of rockets do you, you
1: think in, a, in a in a tiny urban garden yeah well. through traffic well let's find out shall we
0: um gail catches nick and natasha also having a little bit of a giggle later in the garden she goes up to natasha and says you are smiling at my son how huh? very dare you <laughs> natasha gives a pretty good rebuttal she's like she is not intimidated by she's gail like, in the slightest bent,
1: woman i'm not interested in nick anyway um... That's for next week.
0: And later on in the episode, the last week we you ever seen with Leanne and Toy, I think it is, back in the hospital, Leanne's saying, well, you know, I didn't want... Oliver smashed all over the papers anyway. I don't want the attention. And what I you know on Friday... There's something about Oliver in the paper. Well, Sam's the one that's got the picture, this the Suki, because she's a mate in Natasha's. like, I've, like, I've no... lost the story here. Yeah, I've there's spent one all out day in the gardens, this opposite. I think I'll write for about something him. something to
1: write about, and there's a cute kid here. I can take a photo of him, stick him in the paper. Well, she
0: knows him as well, She because she's a friend of Natasha's. So she nepotism. knows Sam. All this makes it even easier. It's total nepotism, but it sells papers. Typical. Um, Gail has found this article. and, um, and a Crossword. She, yes, she has found it. Never
1: a crossword. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and, and Nick thinks Leanne is going to go ballistic no, when I she finds so. out. It. I'm sure she'll be very reasonable about it. No. Um, no. Natasha swears that she didn't know that Suki was doing this. And by the Why, way, would it whatever. make it better if I offered to give £20,000 to Oliver's fund?
1: No, no. She does this twice. She says, I'd like to make a donation to Oliver's um, fundraising of £20,000.
0: Yeah And then later to
1: Leanne She says to Leanne Oh sorry Didn't Nick tell you I was going to Give some money to To Oliver To help help him £20,000 I'm
0: rich I'm a rich I've got
1: so much money That I don't even care You can have it You spend it On what you want
0: I think maybe The the climax of the 60th Is going to be Natasha versus Ray I
1: think The climax of the 60th Is us finding out That Natasha is Roxy And she That's why she's Loaded with cash (sighs) I've
0: twenty grand out of the sure. out of the buying house funds. I don't care. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, um, Nick is kind of like oh On the one side, I got uh, I've got Natasha or Roxy. I'm offering to give me twenty thousand pounds. On the other side, I've got Leanna. I'm stuck between. I'm stuck. Why? Between what? Well, What's like, he is
1: anxious it? about?
0: He didn't want Leanne to find out. She's offering me this money, but I don't want to wind Leanne. I'm stuck between a Roxy and a hard place here, says Nick. Um, What am I going to do? But it doesn't... Matter because Leanne has read the paper anyway. She's at the hospital. She's fuming she reading the paper. She throws on the, the paper floor. on the ground. She's mad.
1: Steve comes along.
0: Oh, yeah, Steve's back, back from Germany. Germany. We well, yeah, a couple of times they say we've got bad news from Germany. It reminded me a bit of um, Chamberlain coming back in 1939. Saying, we can't uh, let go of it, can we? Bit of paper. We
1: can't let <laughs> he, go of he's it.
0: Not, he's not uh, What was the famous speech? <laughs> There will be no war with Germany. We're going to have a war with Germany. No, we won't. Bad news. We, we're
1: not going. Oh, yeah. Bad news, everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, bad news. We're,
1: we're going to Russian sweets.
0: We're, we we're, we're. Hitler got that to me. The
1: good news is we've got stuff that we can write and make films about for the next hundred years, probably. At
0: least, at least. Um. So yeah, Schmitz. Said and also no.
1: another good, another piece of good news. We've now got another name for the Great War. It's going to be called World War One. And this is World War II. Always oh, look like on the bright side.
0: Yep. Um, Leanne realises... Oh, also,
1: we've got something to do with these poppies now.
0: Leanne we, realises... We didn't know
1: what, what to do with them, and now we will.
0: she needs to go crawling back to Wednesday because she was a little bit harsh Win- on her Wendy. Run.
1: Did I say
0: Wednesday again? You did. I Wednesday, Wednesday lady, Wendy. Let's call
1: her Wednesday. Like, you know what you mean? I
0: don't even mean
1: to. A niche. <laughs>
0: um Leanne says, sorry, Wendy.
1: <laughs> I don't get this. You're really having trouble.
0: Who, who says, that no, I'm going to have a meeting with you this afternoon. So that's a really, really important scene there. On the phone to Natasha later, Nick tells Leanne.
1: Yes, look, Leanne realised that Dr Schmidt said, no, sorry, I told you no, and I'm telling you no again. I'm not going to go to court with you to get you treatment for this kid that I told you I can't help treat. So then Leanne's like, oh, crap. If we don't have Dr. Schmidt, we we definitely going to need Wendy. Wendy. And I did call her an insensitive bitch. Hmm. So perhaps I need to apologise. Yeah, she
0: should go crawling.
1: Yeah, and, and she, then she says, Yeah, let's have a meeting at four. Yeah,
0: yeah, I said that. I, I know, I but I, it wasn't it clear in context. Okay, of what Nick, happened. meanwhile, is saying, Nasha, thanks, Nasha.
1: Oh <laughs> Nick and Nasha. Nick and and Nasha.
0: <laughs> Nick is saying to Natasha thanks but no thanks I can't really accept your £20,000 it's a little bit too generous no, he's also, saying. Leanne's going to get really mad you, if she finds out where it comes from
1: have you not been following this storyline Steve's going to sell the taxi c- things we don't need money anymore anyway and also if we get the money too easily then where's the tension and the drama yeah because if if we've got the money Natasha I'm afraid the tension and the drama is probably going to come from Mine and Leanne's relationship tension, and you perhaps forming a love triangle. So, think about that. And who
0: ever heard of somebody around here ever having an unexpected windfall? Yeah, money... you can't
1: just give people £20,000 <laughs> just because they live in Weatherfield.
0: Um, so, it doesn't take long for Leanne to find out about this offer because Natasha comes around the house later tells her. and tells her oh, did, did Nick sorry. tell you
1: that I was going to help um, give, give money to offer. Oliver?
0: £20,000. And Leanne's like, what the hell? You're I wouldn't have said no to that. I don't care. I need money at the moment. Nick, you don't care about my son. You're turning down £20,000. That could bring him back to life. Not that he's going to die. Um, she, you yeah. don't
1: care. You don't care.
0: Uh, we do have £50,000 medical bill, you know, Nick. It's not. Go it's and a legal ask, bill. It's a go legal and ask bill. Natasha if... Legal bill. Go and ask her if she, the offer is still on. Get out. Get out. And bring me a GT when you come back.
1: Get me something from Costa. Leanne Give me a surprise.
0: opens up to Wednesday later on about how awesome Oliver is. And this is the scene where she well, goes on. We've heard
1: on her describe we've, we've had this before. The thing is, well, there's we've only never so actually many times. Yeah, we've never. She, she's like, you don't even understand. Even if you watched Coronation Street, you wouldn't know how great Oliver was. Um, he was amazing. He was so cute. He was funny. He was great. He had a great sense of humour. He did this, that, and the other thing. And, and this is like perhaps the third time now we've heard her. Like we know, Oliver doesn't normally stay in bed every single day. We know that he's sick, and he's not. He didn't used to be like this.
0: Mm, I would have thought that if Wendy is used to doing this job, probably all the mums say the same thing. That's what
1: I was thinking. I mean, we're the best in the world. Get a
0: usual script and cross out the name.
1: Are very sweet, and everybody has very similar thoughts. And if you were there going, yeah, Wendy, to be quite frank with you, he was always a bit thick.
0: Yeah, and she's she going to go, oh, I won't,
1: won't take his blanket. case then, actually. And he used to wet the bed, I hated that. <laughs> Honestly, if I have to watch Peppa Pig again, I might kill him myself. <laughs> so really, it's I think, take it or leave it, Wendy. It's up to you, actually. Yeah, but at
0: least he's got a catheter at the moment, so that's yeah. the wetting the bed's not a problem Silver anymore. Linings. Natasha agrees to give the money. Um, at the end of the episode towards it. Why then, is she
1: giving him 20 grand?
0: I don't know where she's getting this money from, but we'll come to that in a minute. Nick, what is her job? Nick, at the end of the episode, tells Gail that Dr Schmitz is not going to back Leanne, um, but she's still not giving up, despite facing a very clearly losing battle. Despite
1: think, will, being willing to sacrifice everyone else's livelihoods and cash and everything and throwing it out the wall mm. for, for Oliver, who is suffering we presume
0: nick has has uh, in in leanne's words i'm sure she would say if she overheard this conversation has given up on oliver he knows yeah nick
1: knows that
0: gail's right gail's right and oliver's not going to get through this no and gail says that you you need to tell leanne how you feel
1: and he's like no way if i tell her how i feel she'll shout at me too she shouts at me anyway and i'm pretending to go along with everything (laughs) yeah
0: it's, she, she and she doesn't aware.
1: get she's like oh don't worry just tell her what you really think uh, no I wouldn't tell her
0: do you think Nick should slash will tell Leanne
1: well I think Gail's completely right here she's like she says I think she says something like you're the only one who can tell her this you're the only one she'll listen to and he says oh well Tracy tried to tell Stephen he wouldn't listen either
0: yeah I uh, Steve, could Steve tell? At the moment, Leanne is in a situation that nobody could tell her. She's not. I don't.
1: She needs to stop being enabled. People need to stop giving her
0: money. Oliver could wake up and say, "Just let
1: me die," (laughs) and she
0: still wouldn't do it. And I don't blame her. Totally don't. I totally don't blame her. Her her behaviour is very, very understandable and believable. Maybe not so much with all the shouting, which is just there for drama. But, no,
1: I'd be like that. <laughs>
0: but bit, so many mums, and I—I'm not a parent, so I can't say would would be exactly the same, and they would be fighting until the last breath.
1: Yeah, of course, for their would. son. Yeah, of course, she would. And, and and when she's talking about Oliver, it is sad. And she says when she was telling the stories, I felt really bad, and I was like, I would have loved to have actually seen some of this because yeah. that sounds adorable. It does sound, it just sounds obviously she loves him. And,
0: and Jane's performance she's great, yet again was fantastic, and yeah,
1: the thing is like i said that i think people are enabling her too much she's she's hurting herself and she's hurting everyone around her and she's not helping oliver because she thinks that she just gets enough money and takes people to court she can do something about it and she can't and natasha giving them the money is all very nice and everything but i think nick's first instinct was right to say no don't give it to us because you can't they're not going to be able to use it for anything. It's pointless they can't help Oliver you can put you can throw money at it and you can go to court and the doctors you say the doctors are wrong and you want a second opinion you want a third opinion, you want a fourth opinion you want to be able to take him out of the hospital and take him somewhere else. You're not going to take him anywhere that's going to do anything no there's nothing you can do. Get, enabling there are some dodgy her, doctors making out there. her think that there's I've, a chance is worse because she's got hope now and she she needs to come to terms with what's happening.
0: I, 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 I wonder, fair. though, whether there are some dodgy doctors that would hear about Leanne's story and think they can make a quick buck They've from it and say, yeah, you, you give me £50,000 and I'll, I'll cure you, son. Oh, well, no well, I'm I didn't honestly, it, but thanks we the honestly,
1: we already had the Sinead can drink kale smoothies and cure herself of cancer story. But honestly, Leanne does seem like the sort of person who now, she's at the stage where, I'm surprised she's not on Facebook, going, oh, I found a woman who lives in Wyoming who says if you put a hold of crystal up your bum, it will cure you of anything. Mm. You know, I've got these healing crystals, or I'm going to realign his chakras, or somebody's going to do Reiki on him, or if I give him this homeopathic extractive... Pear juice.
0: Yeah, she. I. I wonder. I just can't think of anybody that get the message. I think maybe Toya could, but she had a go at Toya's Toya Toya's not the, helping. She either. had a go at Toya in the corridor Toya's today. Being didn't very she. sweet
1: and reasonable, but all she's doing is stopping she's, Leanne from having arguments with people. She's not. Yeah, telling she's her mediating, the truth. isn't she, she? Needs to say Leanne, stop it now. She's too, being teased. Everyone's supporting Leanne. They should. They're not. They're supporting her to continue what she's doing. Is it because and they should be supporting her are they to just stop?
0: Scared of her?
1: I wouldn't be scared of her. I could shout at her. She can, we could have a show-in
0: match i
1: i think i want wendy to say listen i know he's cute and everything and he and not, it, but that, really it doesn't good. make any difference whether he was he was the most adorable child in the world or if he was really irritating do you think
0: if steve accepted it i mean is it is that would that be a workaround to try and get steve to see because i still wonder whether he
1: where is it going to he got, actually
0: he, believes it because i, do I you
1: think I, that she's going to have an epiphany Somebody's um, got to lead her to an epiphany of, of where, is, where am I going.
0: I, I, yes, but I don't know who. I really, really don't honestly, know Because
1: honestly, Leander seemed like the sort of person who could end up with Oliver dying and her then saying, well, there you go, you killed my kid because you didn't listen to me. It wouldn't surprise me if it goes there. But narratively, that's not as satisfying as her accepting it and coming to terms with it. And being at I peace.
0: I think. I think. I don't think it's going to go there. I think it's I just going to be grief it... upon one grief. I think no, it's, no, there's no, some tough, don't, don't tough times ahead for yeah, Jane Danson. and she's going to have to have some of a lot more tears than that.
1: Honestly, they they worked with mitochondrial d- disease charity, like the Lily Foundation. They work with them. I mm. think that the charity would say what we would really like is to have the story of a of a parent who has to come to terms with grieving for their child who has become a victim of this and having leanne shouting and and not accepting that there was nothing that could be done doesn't really help anything does it it doesn't make you like leanne it doesn't it's not a satisfying story because there's no end to it the the best ending is leanne saying yeah okay
0: we'll let him go
1: maybe i should just take natasha's money thanks natasha and donate (laughs) it to the lily foundation yeah or something, you know, or set up a found. I would really like it if they set up a, a foundation in Oliver's name. The
0: Ollie Foundation.
1: Well, anything, you know, mm. like a charity. That would be something that would be nice that they could mention. And it would also, if you're watching it and you're a parent of some, you know, of a child, it would. I, I think it helps you to see other people going through the same thing. We've had this with so many other storylines and to just see them remember and say, you know, you've had this horrible experience, but, the, you know, you still had that love and the child will always be with you mm. in your heart, even if they're not, you know, even if they're gone and it, it's, it sucks. But you had the time that you had. Yeah. And to come to peace with it is more helpful. I just think because the charity's involved, I know sometimes they've had charities involved and they still manage to make a bit of a hash of it. Yeah. But in
0: sp- this
1: situation, I genuinely I think... I suppose, yeah,
0: the charity might not want...
1: The char- people i don't know do how much input they have
0: all of the parents that are you know going through know, a similar th- thing are no, no, also no. raging no, 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 blinded no. i
1: don't think that anybody would think that from this story but like i said the whole point of having these charity stories these charity input stories is to help people who are going through similar things and to educate people and if you're going through something like this, it is not helpful to watch Leanne never come to terms with her grief or accept that this is something that cannot be. Nothing can be done about. It would help them to see her come to terms with it. Yeah. So what was the, what makes more sense that this is where the story is going to go? Yeah, that's
0: a very good point. Good thinking.
1: I would still want to know whether how Natasha got twenty grand that she didn't want from because I can think of so many things. I can't I could remember do what, with we, 20 grand. what we what we learnt about Literally, Natasha when we
0: first saw her. Do we see that she's got a couple of salons now? In
1: my life, I will never have spare money that I can give to help children in hospital, and I'm sorry to admit that, but it is the truth because I can think of loads of things to do with money. There's no such thing as spare money.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's she's got a load of salons. I think always got a two or three at least, but. I, I, it Maybe still if I feels had a like million, a bit of a mystery. if I had a
1: million pounds, I could say, t- yeah, twenty grand.
0: Do you think that um, if I had
1: twenty-one grand, I wouldn't be giving away twenty grand?
0: Do you what do you think about whether she's up to something because she's saying that she's not up to something?
1: That's the, the thing that you would say. If you're up to something.
0: She seems she seems very very nice. Um, I don't. I, think I'm, she I'm is kind up of to believing anything. her. But it wouldn't surprise me if they did like what, pull the pull the water okay, right, pull the rug out but well, What
1: is she up to then? Ha ha! My plan involves giving money to children who are in hospital. What kind of evil plan has that as one of the steps?
0: What well, is she? Is she trying to you know, get into Nick's pants?
1: Listen, she's if saying she wants, that she's not. But if she if could she just be playing Nick the long game. To split up, she just has to wait.
0: It looks. I
1: tell you one thing, Nick Price gave a really great performance tonight when um, he was talking to, when Nick was talking to Gail and Gail was saying you have to let him, you have to tell Leanne and Nick was saying I can't, I can't, I love her, I can't do that to her she won't, like, the fact that he, like he had tears in his eyes and he was basically saying, in a sense, Leanne's love for me is conditional of my complete and un- Wavering support of yeah, anything loyalty. that she says or does, and to know that you're that close to being chucked in the bin just for saying something that is the truth to your partner must be a very scary and unpleasant.
0: They they've had a very support. rocky past, haven't yes. they? They've been on and on and off again quite a lot over the years. But he
1: gave Nick honestly really great. Yeah, support. no, it was
0: great. It was great. He hasn't but... had a
1: lot to do. He hasn't had a lot of of opportunity to express his emotion about this but the thought of losing leanne and the tears that he managed you know really great. he'll
0: get over it he'll, he'd be on the rebound <laughs> it'll be, it'll be, i reckon he might be on the rebound with natasha especially when she's got his son i, I
1: yeah the question is I, is nick is, gonna tell the question to me leanne is not whether she'll say
0: sling your and he'll go back to natasha
1: the question to me is not whether will natasha and nick end up together it's how will they get there will is natasha trying to
0: Whew him away, yeah. or
1: is she not? I because know. I d- just think that there's better ways of doing it than giving 20 grand.
0: She's she's a doing a very good job of looking innocent at the moment, so um, I'd quite like to be. Does tricked. she
1: know that it's essentially hopeless?
0: I think so. I think everybody, why does. would
1: you give 20? This is what I can understand. This we've said this again, we've said this so many yeah, times, that's honestly. That's true, that's true. Said so, I've said this so many times. When I'm talking about I wouldn't give 20 grand to a sixth kid, I'm talking about Oliver's situation you where I cannot help him. You can't help him with money. I wouldn't,
0: I wouldn't do it. Not even to stop Leanne coming on the wall path at you. Maybe that, that's what Throw everyone's doing. Throw money on the floor
1: and she'll pick it up. And you can run away. She'll right. be distracted. Speaking
0: of money. That's
1: the only way I would, I would another give another segue
0: for you. Robert Johnny, Gemma your turn what has been going on I'm trying on? to
1: dig myself out of the hole that I've I've made by saying that I'm a don't care about
0: dying children heartless
1: fiend of a woman
0: talk about Johnny what's, what's he been up to with Scott and Jenny and the rovers today
1: so Friday Scott says to Johnny don't forget that Ray's got a big like high stakes poker evening with all these big wig investors at the bistro and we're going
0: to rob it tomorrow Monday
1: we're going to rob it
0: you're going to be the car driver have you ever seen I'm Ocean's be the in and out robber man
1: you ever Eleven. This is Crosby's 2. It's going to be great.
0: I'm going to get inside a tub of ice cream, get no, put what inside is his name? the freezer.
1: No, Scott, what's his name?
0: Crosby. Crosby. Is it? Okay. Crosby, I'm yeah. Going I'm going to get myself stuck inside a tub of ice cream, go inside the freezer, pop out there in the middle of the night, go and rob everyone.
1: I'm going to pop out of a cake and I'll be the stripper. So what I need you to do, Johnny, is bake a giant cake in the shape of a man. I'll get a bikini... We'll we'll both get a leg wax because I need the moral support. (laughs) And when Jenny goes to town shopping for this holiday, can you get her to get me a bikini?
0: Yeah.
1: I can't think of how this will go wrong. The only thing I'm wondering is where am I going to put all the Rolexes if I've only got a tiny pair of pants? (laughs) But we'll sort that out when we get to the night. Um, So, yeah, he's got this high stakes poker match. Not match. Evening, game, night. Johnny's like this, honestly, Johnny's right. This sounds weird and dumb, like the sort of thing that you would do in 1924.
0: Well, he's,
1: he's, he's
0: saying he does. He's just looking for any kind of excuse to get out of it, isn't he?
1: Scott, it's got it the is, dumbest idea I've ever heard of my, in my life. Let's go down the street to rob a man who knows us both personally. And you saying to me there's no way that... Roxy is Debbie because people would hear him on her on the phone there's no way that Scott and Johnny could rob Ray without him realising it's them two
0: yeah
1: so the so his plan is go down the road rob a bloke that knows us both with a man who's suffering from MS yeah
0: but Johnny's gonna stay in the car who's saying
1: who's saying yeah I know but who's saying I think I'm feeling a bit funny about this. I'm worried that I'm, my health is failing. He's like, no, shut up. You're going to be my getaway driver. Oh, no. I can't think of a more reliable man than you.
0: I want to know where they're going to get away to as well because they, they're going to turn the car around, just drive to the Rovers and go, ah, get, get, get in the Rovers.
1: <laughs> they're looking at us. Oh, no, it's so embarrassing. Shut up, shut up, Scott. Oh, God, you said my name. <laughs> yeah, this is really one of the stupidest um, heists
0: yeah, but there's still the there's still the chance that Johnny is being set up by Scott oh, yeah. to get him back, isn't there? There's it, the possible bit of You're right, there. you're
1: right. I keep forgetting that there might be an actually good plan hidden beneath this ridiculous idea. And Scott's basically blackmailing Johnny. So Jenny's like, Johnny's looking upset, I'm phoning the MS nurse, he thinks he's stressed. Um, I'm worried that you're stressed And Johnny can't tell him her why he's stressed Johnny says I wish he
0: would And then Scott wouldn't be able to end every other scene Saying if you don't come robbing with me I'm telling Jenny I know. That was the cliffhanger at the end of this week Wasn't it, it was. We've heard it so many times Just before tell her. What's she going to say J-
1: J- Johnny... We've all got a
0: past she stole a baby once.
1: I think this is Scott offers Jenny some cash. He says, "I'm gonna get a load of money soon. Don't ask me where from, um, but I'm gonna give it to Oliver." And Jenny says to Johnny, "Let's go for a spa trip in the lakes." And <laughs> oh, then
0: with the money that Johnny, the Scott gives us, they yeah. give it to Wally. It's a hopeless
1: situation. Ollie, Ollie's gonna die. Let's go to let's go to the spa. <laughs> <laughs> Massage. <laughs> so, Scott. Jenny says, oh, I heard that Ray's having a big high-stakes poker match, but I don't be in town because it sounds risky. Let's go to the spa. And then Scott says to Johnny, better not go to the spa because that's going to ruin my plan. And then Johnny says to Jenny, I don't think we should go away now because it's really busy.
0: <laughs> Turning away customers. We
1: can't... Maximum we
0: take, three, everybody. Whoa.
2: We,
1: we, can't, we can't go away now. The work needs us too much. And Jenny's like, shut up, we're going. And then Johnny snaps at her and says, go on your own if you're into it. And then Scott's like, oh, Jenny, oh, Scott is so mean to you, wonder why. So Jenny confronts Johnny in the back room and says, you're making me look like an idiot, it seems to me like, you don't want to hang around with me because there was that whole thing where you stayed in France inexplicably for months on end and wouldn't come back with me. Now I want to go away for the weekend and you don't want to come. I, You make, you know, I think I'm an idiot to think that our marriage is worth anything and I'm going to go and cancel the spa now. Good
0: scene, I like that.
1: Yeah. Scott says to Johnny, OK, fine, go on your stupid trip. But if you do, I'm going to tell John Jenny, I'm going to tell Jenny... That we left a man for dead, and this is like the the extra you know, bit of information. The security guard. This is the extra bit of information about the security guard that
0: we'd all worked out that we
1: worked out, and it really is the lowest stakes thing that could have happened.
0: Yeah, they robbed the We left the bank, him for
1: dead. Shot, like he fell down, and you didn't see. you shot were a security right. Security
0: guard left him for dead, but he's all right, really.
1: I mean, unless.
0: And there's fair. more to this
1: story. Like, oh, he was. It was his last, It was his. It was the final day before retirement, and now he can only see out of one part of his eye. He's been eating
0: for a chew for the past forty. He years. has to eat
1: spaghetti hoops every day. I can think it's the only of the thing eat
0: Yeah. So we 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 now know enough. I mean, they could reveal more. Like you're wearing a really unfashionable outfit that way, Johnny.
1: The poor security guard now can only smell vinegar and nothing else.
0: So, I... And,
1: and all the colours have been inverted.
0: I felt that this story was just kind of gearing us up for Monday action. I don't think there's very much here that hadn't happened before. I mean, I suppose Jenny is getting more and more narked with Johnny, is the development here, isn't it? There she was wants... also
1: another development, Michael. What? Jenny's stepdaughter Daisy that oh, she's yes. been best. That she's friends never with mentioned forever. with. Yes, but no, I she's her passion.
0: Yeah. Uh, ever, ever you know, I always mention Daisy. Daisy. My stepdaughter. My stepdaughter you know,
1: Daisy. What from you my other marriage?
0: Who? Yeah, I've got a family. Who says I didn't?
1: Just cause because just that kid drowned doesn't mean that I'm not friends with Daisy. Mm. She doesn't hold it against me.
0: I think that we might be meeting Daisy soon. It was just a <sighs> little bit awkwardly shoehorned was, was in there.
1: Very odd because um, she's never mentioned her before, and you would think that she would be invited to weddings and things.
0: Yeah, you'd think. Well, but uh, no, she doesn't live here because we hear that this week she's in town, so maybe it's too far to travel.
1: I can't travel for... I don't, I don't travel for weddings. I only travel for funerals.
0: Mm. So what? Uh, because uh, you can
1: only ever have one each.
0: Do you have any predictions about what's going to happen at the raid next week? All we know is that there's They're stuff go on the front in. of some of the soap magazines about the raid next week. So it's going to be something. And I don't know what. I, I haven't read
1: anything. What. All I've seen is pictures of people or, or, looking sad. Yes,
0: I've seen pictures of Scott and Johnny and Jenny on the front of the soap magazines. But I, I honestly I don't so know what is going to prediction. happen.
1: No, I don't know either. They're going to go and rob the place. It's all going to go swimmingly. And then Johnny's going to fall down and go, oh, no, my MS is flaring up again. Do you and think then he might actually
0: have an attack? Ray will
1: go, that sounds like Johnny. Oh, my God. And then he'll go, but I only did it because of that security guard. And then Ray will go, the security guard was me all along. Oh. I'm only here to get revenge.
0: Oh, maybe.
1: No, I don't no. think
0: so. Do you think that Johnny... Is Johnny going to have a bit of an MS attack while he's driving Roxy away? Roxy
1: is Daisy.
0: Oh, what if... What if... Johnny has an MS attack driving away in his getaway car yeah. and he swerves and he hits Jenny who's just coming out the Rovers. What if
1: he hits Daisy? Yeah. And, and Jenny's like, but I've just got her!
0: And she'll be pushing up the Daisy. She's my
1: family member.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't have any family except for no, now I she's haven't. dead. You've left her for dead. What is it
0: with all my family members getting hit by cars? My mum... A car, my dad, a, a tram. tram, my stepdaughter, a getaway car.
1: That's a tragedy.
0: My 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 foster mum, a tram nearly.
2: <laughs>
0: um yeah, I'm I'm I am genuinely I'm quite looking forward to this because the story has been stretched beyond belief, but that's that's COVID's fault. I'm I'm ready for it to be over or take a huge twisty turn and a step forward. Because it feels it just has been going as slow as hasn't it?
1: Jenny's gonna find out that Johnny done a rob.
0: Do you think by this time next week Jenny will know Johnny's dark yeah. secret? Johnny, I she does.
1: How could you? And why did you keep it from me? From me for so long, mm. Jenny. I knew you would just feel less about about me and look down on me. Johnny, I love you. It's not that. It's the lies. I can't cope with the lies. All this time, you and Scott are behind my back. It makes me sick. Jenny, I'm sorry, what can I say to make it right? Johnny, there's nothing you can say now. You've lied to me all this time. I don't think I can be with you anymore.
0: Something like that. Yeah. Something like that will happen, we'll see. No, I'm looking forward to it. I, I want more dramatic Jenny stuff. <laughs> I'm really hoping that we get that and we don't get more comedy drunk Jenny. No, like no. Look, Jenny. what do you
1: think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? They're going to break in on, on Monday. They're going to break into the high... Po- high um. poke stakes poker match and Jenny will be there comedy drunk Jenny maybe she's been invited look oh it's it's my husband wearing a mask (laughs) oh come and join us I've won all these Rolexes and and then Scott will be like god damn it we didn't even need to rob she's won everything anyway (laughs) what we should have done is got really good at poker right why do crimes when you can be good at we are going to
0: end this with a gemployment story which basically boils down to the winter browns start the episode moaning about money and stuff and they are in in a pain having four kids if only we kept that fresh go deal Um, so then they go around job hunting Bernie wants a job in the cafe Kurt agrees to give Chesney a job in packing in the factory. Gemma goes back and says, "Look, I'm on a stamp. Give me a job, Jenny."
1: I'm on a stamp for being a barmaid, and they've just realised I don't work here anymore. Yeah. This is embarrassing. Can I have my? Can I have my job back? Yeah, that I had for about. So
0: they all get jobs. And then they're like, oh no, who's going to look after the quads? One of us is going to have to give up our newfound job or to look after them.
1: don't all work at the same time. Who's
0: going to draw the short straw there? Chesney Maybe says,
1: you could do some kind of shift work.
0: Chesney says, it's all right. I don't really want to work in packing anyway. I'm going to have to and turn Kirk, Kirk down. Kirk
1: actually wasn't allowed to give him the job in the well, first place. Well, yes, that's case. the
0: thing in this. Chesney goes to the, the to tell Kirk, sorry, I can't have the job. But Kirk's already telling him, you can't have the job. Because Sarah Lou says, I'm not allowed to exercise my autonomy." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Chesley's like, Oh well. And so Gemma's back to work at Wednesday. She's she's contouring her wangers yep. and um putting on a sparkly top and uh, very
1: nicely contoured.
0: Yeah, she's, she is um she's done up to the nines, isn't she, Gemma, on Wednesday. Yeah. She's bat lynching it right up.
1: Yeah.
0: And that was it. Isn't yep. it easy to get a job in Weatherfield everybody? You just, just have to go
1: your and ask to someone, can I have a job please?
0: Yeah.
2: Just takes a bit Makes of p- you perseverance, wonder why bit they of were
1: suffering through not having jobs for all that time.
0: Yeah, when they're just people literally giving out jobs. Todd's going to need jobs. a job. Jobs? Anyone
1: want a job? Jobs where, here! Come and get your jobs.
0: Where do you think Todd'll end up working if he's hanging around? To him up north. Let's let's say that. Let's find out. Right, Jumma, yes. it's time to come to school the week and give our character uh, profile of the week. Uh, not character uh, profile, character of the week. Um, I
1: don't
0: know. Like I said, it Wednesday was the absolute highlight of this week. There was some I, my favorite Battersby okay. scenes were on Wednesday. I thought that that was Jane's you know, top performance of the week. I called I thought that. I
1: called Leanne's um, behavior this week weaponized bitchery. Yes. On Twitter, and I stand by that because she is the worst bitch of Weatherfield. Yeah,
0: but she's she's still not annoying me anywhere no, near as much as she used to. I I'm, I'm enjoying watching it, it.
1: Really good really I tell you what there's nothing more invigorating than unleashing righteous anger on people who you think deserve it and I know nobody deserves it What Leanne's dishing out at all they're all completely innocent and she really has no right to be having a go at anybody at all but there's something kind of satisfying with the fact that she has just given up on giving any F's about anything, and she just says exactly what she thinks at all mm-hmm. times, and nobody can say anything to her because her kid's gonna die. <laughs> what freedom she has found. So,
0: Wednesday was great, Monday got too silly, and today I, I just wasn't that gripped by. But I
1: wanna say. I, I was uh, ready
0: to give it another, like, you know, two or a one what? after Mondays, honestly, I wasn't. Because you
1: hated the exorcism. I,
0: it, it wasn't just that. It was amazing. It, just can I just that. Say it was just the Winter Star. Through
1: the power of Jesus, it worked didn't it? Because instantly the demon came down the, problem the stairs. problem
0: was solved. The, 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 is
1: this proof that Todd is in fact the second coming? No.
0: Of second devil? coming of Todd. <laughs> second coming
1: of Todd. No, he's, he's, he's the devil, isn't he?
0: Yes.
1: So he was exercised out the attic by, by um, Billy. So really, Billy should have mentioned that at the job interview. Yeah. Why should you be an archdeacon? I don't know. Have you done an exorcism? I don't think so. I did one on Monday actually. It was my first one I ever done. Special skills. Instant success.
0: <laughs> I thought Strengths,
1: that... exorcism. I thought that... weaknesses, men.
0: I thought that the, <laughs> the 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 exorcism was silly. I thought that the mixed stuff was silly. Yeah. I thought that the Gemma storyline was silly. Um I just I just didn't get into Monday, but Wednesday was great. I'm going to give this um, Three, uh, three, uh, oh, three Asbos in a shell suit out of five. Right. Which is one of Todd's many great lines and insults against Paul this week. It
1: <laughs> did look like I Asbos am going to give my... Do they my... do Asbos? I don't think they do anymore. You don't care about them anymore, do um, you? I'm going to give... Do you give... remember when was all the rage? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm going to give my character of the week... To, I, don't, I don't know whether I want to give it to Leanne it's because it'd be for similar reasons as before and, and there were bits where I was thinking oh come on Leanne um, <laughs> surely oh, not it's definitely because it, that doesn't really really stand uh, anyone completely stand up maybe I will give it to Todd just because I was so chuffed of him you know making a turnaround and whereas last week I was you know really slating the, what what they're doing with the character but I, I actually pretty much enjoyed everything that he did this week. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it to Todd, my character of the week. What about you? Score, character of the week, if well, you please. Well,
1: OK, listen. I am listening. I thought The Exorcism Zone was hilarious. <laughs> You're shaking your head. I know. I just I, I just partly, can't be dealing with Mary sometimes. Partly it's because it annoys you so much. But also I loved it because I like spooky things. Um, I
0: look, look. Classic Coronation Street version of that is Hilda having a séance. That was worlds away from the from the farcical bumblings mm. of Billy and Mary on Monday. Yeah, Sorry, it's, been, it's beneath
1: my highbrow Go on, I
0: interrupt. Uh, do you carry on?
1: <laughs> I know people hated it, and that's kind of fueling my love. Okay. Um, also, I, I'm very happy with the direction Todd is going. I'm not interested in love triangles at all, but I like Todd being the spanner in the works. I really, I couldn't be dealing with the Gemma storyline of.
0: Fortunately, it was only one day. Of
1: literally, like, but to me also, it felt like a sort of story that they would normally with with those characters try to make take two months
0: yeah you're it right You're right. Like, At least... we
1: haven't got any money oh dear what should we do let's all go separately and get jobs we've all got jobs what should we do with the children nobody thought about that uh well one of us will have to give up a job well i'll give up my job my job's given up all in one episode
0: yeah, so why did we end up having months and months and months of them going through all their other dramas earlier on this year and all throughout last year when it could have just been tied up? In one? I'm
1: also not really convinced that I want Gemma to be a barmaid because no. we we don't have any reason for barmaids now. Literally, all they do is microwave hot pots. Well,
0: they've got. I mean, I thought at they've one already point, got Emma
1: and they've Emma, got is, Emma and
0: they've got Ryan.
1: Emma is much. They, they, pff, I don't know how much space there is for two ditzy, funny barmaids, and Emma's already there. Um, what else did I like this week? I really loved Leanne on the rampage. And I think, and I, I kind of like the the intrigue with Ray, but I'm, tr- I'm really trying not to think too hard about all the massive sinkholes in the plot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it three contoured boobs. Oh, you're giving it three as
0: well? I gave yeah, it three.
1: Yeah, I know you did. For different reasons. Yeah, because I think that we both, had to yeah
0: no, no, one makes, no one make me think do I give it two and
1: a half no I've, No.
0: Wednesday I was good copy 3 and up, you're giving it three contour two. boobs out of five, yeah. five. who's my character, character of the, of the week,
1: week? Was... I think it Niamh, is Leanne yeah. surely yeah. yeah
0: maybe not for the reasons of her heart wrenching dramatic performance and you know
1: just being raging just shouting at people for no reason total liberation
0: okay good and that is it for this week's Street Talk I think it's time to move on to some news. Right, let's do some news. And yeah, you mentioned earlier that you wanted us to just talk about this inside Soap magazine because I was going to put this in the news then I thought I'm not going to and now I thought, yeah, let's do it because we've already talked about the 60 for 60 stuff. I haven't so, actually read this. No, you haven't. Well, I've had a little look through it yesterday. We, don't, we never get Soap magazines because they're too full of spoilers for us and it's been a minefield and people have said, I've seen online saying they found it incredibly difficult to avoid spoilers picking up this magazine, and I've pretty much done a good job of it. But the main reason this week Coronation Street fans might want to hunt down a copy of Inside Soap is it's got an 18-page Coronation Street special um, in the inside, which feels a bit odd to kind of doing it already. I thought they might have left something like this a bit closer to the 60th anniversary, but never mind, I'm not going to complain about more Corrie stuff to read. And um, yeah, it's good. They got an uh, got an interview with Sunny, Sally Dinover. How'd they get that? I, I don't know. Um, asked her very nicely. And she's been talking about, you know, how, how Corey's changed and stuff over the years and, um, and the set's changing, everything. That the, a lot of the theme of this is, is the sets of the street because the main middle feature is um, kind of a who lives where and who has always lived where. And they've even got some 3D graphic designer to make a 3D version of the street. And they're printed out at sort of different angles, like you're flying over it. And so you...
1: they've rendered it, haven't they, in three D? And they've just, yeah. they what they've done is used shots of that rendering. Yes. As the photos. Yeah, which is kind
0: of interesting. They've also, if you go onto the Inside Soap um, YouTube page as well, you can see a little. Virtual tour through this three D weather field as well. So there's like quite a lot of pages on Who Lives Where. So if you ever if you're one of those people like Gemma used to be <laughs> about how you know how the I... layout of the street is and where everything is in relation to each totally other and who lives that, where, obviously. then this is kind of this is pretty worth looking through and it's it like um It's really long. It is, it's really, really long, and it reminds you of some different stories and it's got even got the, the new Victoria Street extension. It's pretty cool stuff. And then what I found most interesting at the end was an interview with um one of the set designers from Coronation Street, Rosie Mullins. Who talks about um, you know some of her favourite sets that she's worked on? About there's a bit about making Vin Diesel the weasel because it's not a real weasel. Remember, Um, Vin Diesel the weasel is a a completely prosthetic weasel. It is not a natural stuff weasel. You know this surely. Can they call
1: it? Can you call it? I thought prosthetics were things that you attach to yourself.
0: Oh yeah, they are. I don't. Do you know. make it sound like
1: it's a, some kind of
0: appendage oh, we- for somebody. A <laughs> weasel's been been uh, chopped they off. Took my weasel but, off. I don't know what I mean. Um, there's there's pictures, a few pictures from the um, the prop department in Coronation Street, which we've been Fine. to before. Um, it's just it's interesting stuff. We don't hear enough, I think, about. Um, what goes behind on the behind the scenes at Coronation Street, which is another reason why this Abby Kemp book is so good, because there's such yeah. a, a big chunk at the beginning of you know how it gets made. Honestly, so, uh, I
1: find that way more interesting than the um, spoilers stuff.
0: Yeah, I I, th- I can't
1: see what the I don't see is. the
0: point of of getting all these spoilers, but that's what makes up the v- vast majority of these soaps magazines. So yeah, if you're in the UK and you want to have a read about something is different, it, when is
1: it? Is it only out? It's out it's until
0: not... it's out until Tuesday. It's every right, Tuesday okay. they come out. So this
1: is for the twenty fourth to the thirtieth of October, yeah. and it's two pounds twenty. Bargain!
0: Stop and looking also, at spoilers on no, the cover.
1: It also has some stuff like to do with. Other soaps.
0: What there are other soaps? Who cares like about that? About
1: can Mick finally open up to his mum?
0: Oh Mick, my favourite and extender. And
1: Ruby and Suki. Oh, R- don't I, don't, I don't want to spoil oh. other soaps for people, but Ruby and Suki are going to destroy the Slaters. So if you like Gemma, them, they're gone. Are spoiling they're people. Also, who are... Charity is going to kiss somebody, and you'll be shocked.
0: We don't do spoilers and for any soaps on this podcast. Somebody Gemma. called
1: Moira. <gasps> Moira got... from
0: Coronation Street.
1: No. Oh no. Moira's brother will blast in. I apologise for all the viewers
0: of, this, of these with other a gun, soaps. Gemma, you're completely flatulence. spoiling this for everybody.
1: You can see this in any shop you go into, any <sighs> Man, shop. You're awful. We were going to complain to you about Lush. this. They sell this.
0: Complain to Gemma. I'll give you permission if, if you have had anything to Talk there. to me,
1: Mick. <laughs> can he finally right. name up to his mum? I don't know.
0: Why have you done this?
1: Why are you just reading a load of spoilers? It doesn't mean nothing to me. Yeah, but it
0: means something to people who don't want to listen to spoilers for other soaps. Right, you can, your punishment is to put that magazine down and read the next bit of news, please.
1: I want to know more about Mick.
0: No, you're not reading any more Danny Dyer news. <laughs> next bit of news. There's a Zoom tour. I wasn't tour.
1: trying to spoil anything. Surely this is not that spoilerish it's the spoiler as if it's you on the front of
0: the, the magazine oh so should we just read what the big Coronation Street spoiler is it in it says exactly we've already described
1: the picture
0: but there's words words are the spoilers it
1: says can you believe Daisy is actually <laughs> Scott
0: is <laughs> actually Roxy so. right next bit of news is about a Zoom tour that's going on
1: oh yeah this is really cool actually go on so there's
0: a... I, I knew that's why I wanted to move on to it you talk about it I'm going to drink my tea
1: Am I going to talk about it? Yes. So what is it, the tour group? What's the tour? The Man- New
0: Manchester Tours.
1: It's called New Manchester Tours? Yeah. Yes. A strange name.
0: They've they've done them for many years.
1: New Manchester Tours. Yeah. Why is it called New Manchester Tours?
0: I don't know. Maybe Old Manchester Tours has folded or something.
1: They're hosting a classic Corrie to- coach tour at 4pm... British time, so I wonder what that is, and that seems crazily early for that to be of interest to people in a different country.
0: No, oh, yeah, that's fine. That's 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 mid-morning, is mid it Saturday, morning, mid to late morning. If you're if you're you know across the pond, is
1: it on a Saturday? I haven't
0: actually written the date down. This is really bad. I you you keep. Yeah, but lots of
1: people have jobs, Michael. That's my point. I can't be up at ten o'clock doing a uh, virtual. I think it is a weekday.
0: I think it's a weekday. You you say an eccentric
1: but... time of the day. Eleven pounds per person. It's an hour long, and it, and this is this a um a quote. this,
0: this is this is on their website. It also so, says the date, but I didn't copy that bit because that's quite. Oh, vital. there's a
1: cool name here that I'm not sure how to say. So so whether you live in Windsor, Winnipeg, Wooka Wooka, or Weatherfield, you 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 can join legendary tour guide Ed glennett one of the very few official manchester tour guides who has taken groups down the cobbles on a rip-roaring mind-blowing eye-opening trail through the great stories from coronation street's golden days at the places they were filmed and places are richard hillman driving the platt family into the drink
0: yes so the the the, um what's it called
1: so this isn't really what is this then this is an edited video isn't it
0: I think so. It's
1: not live, because he's going to be at the canal at one minute, and the next minute he's going to Blackpool. Alan Bradley run over by a Blackpool tram. The original prototype for Coronation Street, Souls Archie Street, doesn't exist anymore. St. Weather- St. Christopher's Weatherfield, where so many happy marriages began. Weatherfield Register Office, where so many happy marriages began, you get the drift. Weatherfield Keys, where Don Brannan in his taxi drove him and Alma into the watery depths. The now demolished studios at Granada Land. The Manchester pub where the name Coronation Street was devised. Now that's interesting, and that's that's it for it. That's quite a lot to fit into an hour, though. I think
0: I'm still trying to find out. I don't even when know what the name of the is. Web- what's
1: the website called. I just I can't find this it. This is dreadful. like the worst so worst
0: it- reported news ever. I'm sorry. It's just go to newmanchesterwalks.com and what? you'll find it. Hey, I have got this news off the Coronation Street blog. So You're it's
1: going basic, on Coropedia
0: now, by the way. Oh, I don't want to go on Coropedia. I want to go on Coronation. So, so this Street. is eleven
1: pounds per person, but I assume that just means per account because surely they're not going to be counting how many people are watching this.
0: I assume so.
1: And it sounds like a really cool idea. Um, for an hour-long trip, I don't know any more about it. I don't know when it is. I don't just know where to you can find it. Fill your time now,
0: while I'm desperately but trying to, to find zoom, out when I it guess, is. As I think well. it might be the ninth of December. It might actually be. The Coronation Street Anniversary Day. Well
1: that's a good that's a good date, but I will point out that it's not an official holiday that's recognised by any country in the world. No, but I think so it you, should be a national holiday you, the anniversary. You're gonna of have, have to Street. arrange your own day off if that's what you wish to do with it. Unless you've got a very obliging boss who's quite happy for you to sit there for an hour in the office and watch place it, canals where people drown, fictional people. See if
0: you don't want to go on this tour
1: you don't
0: have to No, but you can just go over to our YouTube channel and and watch three three videos that we made of touring around Coronation Street. You can, you can it even includes free. Blackpool. Isn't there it? we go. Wednesday the 9th of December. I What's knew the it name of the along. website, dummy? I told you. Well, you can go to Eventbrite, yeah, yeah, New, newmanchesterwalks.com. Okay. newmanchesterwalks.com. We strung that one out when I tried to find out the day, which I kind of already had in the back of my head anyway. But yeah, it's good. I think we might have done an egglin at tour ourselves once. It's it's He's obviously... Um, Who was he? I don't remember which one. Oh. But But um, he um, he knows his stuff. Of course he All these official places do. But um, as I say, we, we know our stuff as well and we've got... An hour and a half of YouTube video of us going around Manchester this summer. Don't so. be
1: mean. Look, Ed's trying to make Don't watch money. That now. Look, <laughs> I know people, this is the thing. He... This is this is for people. This is to support the Coronation Street fan community and get like fact tour guides have not been doing any business or trade all year long. No, exactly. So if you want to support stuff like this, and it also helps to prove that people are interested in things like this, too, which is an important thing to bear in mind. Yeah. So if you fancy doing it, it's £11 I mean, an hour. I'm sure he's going to have some really interesting facts and stuff. Oh, yeah, oh and yeah interesting definitely. Things. And yeah, it'll be great because you can fit trivia. a lot in. It looks like he's going to fit a lot in there in, in, um, in, in just an hour. an hour. And also, don't forget that we don't have the stuff about Grenada Land, and we don't have where the pub, where the, the name came no. from. And also, or Soul's Archery Street. I don't know how that's going to be portrayed. Whether he's got like archive footage that he's going to splice into this video of his, or well, if may- he's going to show you
0: this is where it used to be. Maybe or what? you can watch it because you'll be at home. As long as it's not a deadline week, you might be able to watch that one, might you? Yeah.
1: I've seen some Patreon like cash then.
0: Oh yeah, eleven pounds. Eleven pounds. Yep, Right. Also, we have got well done for Ben Price, and this is Ben Price. fanpage page um, tweeted us the, yeah. the other day to say you've got to include this Fan in the news section. Um, yeah he, he's as, as you might know, he's a bit of a a film maker in his spare time and he has been involved in a film called Three Minutes of Silence, which has won awards. How long is it? Uh, like 15 minutes long, I think. Well. It's not actually fifteen minutes, it's five times that length. Um, yeah, they won best short film at the Wigan and Lee Film Festival and this is a, um, a film about a girl who who um, starts boxing. She's She feels shut out from the world. I'm just having a look at the press release here. She finds a way to connect with it again when she finds an unlikely haven in a Manchester boxing gym. We haven't seen this one, I don't think. But we've enjoyed some of the other Ben Price films that we've watched, so I can see no reason why we shouldn't enjoy this. And well done to Ben Price for winning that award. Keep up the good work. Gemma, you can do this last one.
1: Kath, Kath Price.
0: Oh, Tilsley. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, this podcast was <laughs> falling apart. All the people, Kath I apologise to the people who have seen me on the sixty for sixty on the Coronation Street social media today. Nobody, here like, I'm going listen to that nope. podcast, see if they know they, what they're talking gone. about. They're, they they've went gone by this ago. point, right? They've gone. Usually, we better than this. Cath Tilsley,
1: Ooh, that's a lie.
0: Oh. Kath Dilsley
1: has written a play called The Ceremony, and this has been picked up by a West End producer. And apparently, they've already cast people.
0: Yeah, they have, she, they've got her dream cast. Basically, the producer was like, Who do you want to be in this then? So Kath said, I'd like blah, 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 blah. And they asked them all, and they all did it. That's pretty good. All these actors are looking for jobs at the moment because, as you mentioned, like Torbide. Like, would
1: you like a job actor? Some actors aren't doing this, know, quite I so think well think this it. year. Sue Johnston and Paula Lane are amongst the people Sue that the has. Sue Johnston, who
0: played Gloria. Paula Lane, who played Kylie. So we've got some ex, so we've got some Curry alumni here.
1: And yeah, and they're going to tell you more later.
0: Yeah, there's there's not much information out there about it at the moment. But yeah, good news for Castles. I'd what be quite interested of a to thing, see this. What kind
1: of a play do you think this Ooh, is? Oh, what
0: sort of ceremony is it?
1: Yeah, is it I was thinking, wedding? oh, is really? It now is, I, it, is it a Is
0: it. Summoning of the devil. That's
1: what I was thinking. I was thinking <laughs> some kind of arcane ritual.
0: Yeah, some sort of pagan. Yeah, maybe they're all going to
1: dance around naked.
0: I'd watch that if the castel was in it. Steve Johnson.
1: Isn't
0: it? <laughs> that reminds me of Midsummer again. So they were.
1: The so when you when you're imagining, yeah, when you're imagining her saying, "Oh, my dreamcast, cast. These are all the people I want to see naked on, on stage." <laughs> I don't know where we've, how we've got to this, but I apologise. I don't yeah. know, we're just
0: stringing out a bit of a slow news feedback week, really, aren't we? next. And let's get on to some Feedback. <laughs> Feedback time and end of the episode, but you've still got some feedback to read, including your scores. We got a nice round average score in the Facebook group. Can't believe exactly it. Nobody three vote anymore with the it. average score for last week. And three. these scores ranged from one and a half to five. So it was a very divisive week on the Facebook group last week. John gave it two and a half over-exaggerated cartoon gulps out of five. Callum gave it three holes in Evelyn's mattress out of five. And Chad gave it two and a half trips up and down Eileen's stairs Mm -hmm. out of five, (laughs) maybe on that half a trip he just stayed down the bottom. Um, Right, we're going to start off with a voicemail from Les, who only just um, sent us a message a couple of weeks ago, so he's obviously got something burning on his mind to talk to us about. Let's find out.
2: Well hello Gemma and Michael, it is your podcast friend Les from Los Angeles calling you again. Now I know that I just called you two two weeks ago but once again I was listening to the podcast and you two said something that made me immediately feel the urge to send you a message. So uh, you two were talking about um, how the Shona character's New characterization is happening because of her hitting uh, uh because of her accident. Um, you know, she was shot. She's had a brain injury because of that. Well, guess what? I don't know if you two are aware of this or not, but this storyline is actually a repeat storyline. Let me explain. Uh, I not only watch Coronation Street, I also watch Emmerdale. And before Ian McCloud came onto Coronation Street, he was uh th- he was uh running the show over at Emmerdale. Uh, basically, when I first started watching it, he was the one in charge of the show. So there was a character on that show named Rebecca White, and Rebecca White was in a car accident. And because of her car accident, she had a brain injury where she would say what was on her mind, she would misbehave. Uh, It was the character before the accident was very prim and proper and kind of straight laced. But then after the accident, she all of a sudden uh, started speaking her mind and just not having any filter and she became this comedy character. Which is exactly what Ian McLeod is now doing with Shona on uh, Cro- uh, Coronation Street. It's literally it's literally the exact same character, but on a different show. So I think this is basically just, um, I guess Ian McLeod just likes having brain injury storylines where his characters uh, lose their filters. But you know what? I mean, I guess this is a writer's trick. You hear about writers all the time that have their one subject that they love, and they basically jump from show to show and kind of regurgitate storylines. So I guess that's what he's doing. Anyway, love the podcast. Keep up the great work. Michael, remember, Gemma's birthday month isn't over yet. So I hope I hope you're stepping up to the plate and giving her a good one. And talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, Gemma, have I been giving you um,
0: a good one all month? <laughs> no, you haven't. I bought Gemma a cool. brilliant Aww. present yesterday, everybody. I went to Sainsbury's. Um, uh, I was on. I was on the lookout for a top that she wanted, and I came back with a life-size Jack Skellington figurine from the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. It's awesome.
1: Scary. It's
0: just. It's the sort it's of thing really that Gemma scary. likes. It's huge. It's bigger than me, isn't it? It's got a big, big, round, heavy head, and and he just dangles. So yeah, I am. I'm keeping Gemma's birthday month alive and well. But thank you for reminding me anyway. Um, and what do you yeah. what do you think about um what les was talking about about it being a rip off of emmerdale did you did you know this one oh, no
1: thank you very much podcast friend les for I, telling think, us this. I think i think uh, i would read somebody like referring somebody had, to it
0: on the yeah. forum but i didn't know the details before when,
1: when when the message started he's like well did you know and i'm like of course we probably know because we know everything about coronation street and then he says Amal was like, no, we no, don't, don't know, know everything me, about Amal. It's not
0: on the front of the magazine this month, is it, Gemma? I So We don't know, know about I don't it. Know. Um, no, that's interesting. It makes me. It does make me wonder how often this sort of thing happens. I think I I, I heard it from um, even the Kate Oates stuff that sometimes some of her stories there were versions of them.
1: Yeah, but don't forget, like like you're...
0: the like especially the Kate and Rana stuff was a bit of a regurgitation of Rob Ron. Was it? Was that the Kate Oates version? I know that that was the men and these are ladies, but. Um, go on, what are you going to say?
1: I think sometimes if you're coming up with an, a concept for a really important or interesting story that you want to tell, you might think of different ways it could go and get really excited and realise you can only tell one story. Yeah. And, and go into a, a different show. it a and then give it
0: another leave of life on another show. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want to interrupt you.
1: It's
0: No, you, t- you no, keep on talking. Right. Keep on talking. I
1: literally only just said what you said.
0: Oh, OK. But... Um, it, it, does it does it not come across as being a bit, um, bit, a bit desperate, a bit of dry for ideas, or does does it not matter? Because it depends. I suppose <laughs> it depends on how many people watch more than one soap. Because you can be blissfully ignorant of all this going on. But if yeah. you're watching Emma Dale and Coronation Street, for example, it must be a bit annoying.
1: They all seem to copy from each other, and there are only so many stories you can tell. And it's not like he invented the idea of a brain injury because I literally Googled and came up with mm. various stories that happened in real life. It is really interesting. I do think it's quite funny that... that, that I also think, yeah, like you said, Ian McLeod's not the only person who's done this. They mm. all, all the soap producers seem to do it. I guess sometimes when you're... Well, when you're in charge of, like, the, the whole thing... You might throw a few ideas in there that you're comfortable with, that you've already done, that you know worked, while you're trying to think of other things that you haven't done.
0: Yeah. I suppose um, in the case of this, it's almost a bit like, um, what would it be like if a different kind of character had this happen to them? But so it sounded it, a bit like... But, but but he said that this character was very prim and proper yeah, and I serious, guess. and I don't think Shona was like that.
1: But they both seem to have turned into comi- comedy... Yeah, makes me wonder what research he did into how he In McLeod finds
0: brains cute, uh, uh, injuries hilarious. What, is what we're kind of from this. what
1: kind of research did he do into what it is actually like to live with having a? But then again, I think some of these things you don't really want to look too far into it because you would find some very poignant and saddening stories, and it wouldn't be so funny when Shona cuts off a top knot true anymore mm-hmm. and you know Coronation Street flippantly deals with many things that are important and life changing to people like even affairs and having children outside of your relationship all these things we just take in our stride in, in a television show but this, this ruins someone's life you know mm-hmm. in real life
0: mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Les. Yeah, like, but thank you, you for you
2: your can,
1: voice mail. You <laughs> <send us laughs> I always weeks, get worried like. when we get a voice message and the person starts out off. with, oh, I was listening to your podcast, you said something, and I immediately wanted to,
0: want to tell send you, you a
1: message. Wrong. I'm like, oh no, mm-hmm. what did I do? What did I say? If
0: anyone else would like to send us a voice message, we do love getting them. They're very easy to send these days with them modern just technology record just record, record yourself, send over to yeah. us to get to hear your voice for a change. change um, Derek who is 70s street fan on Twitter has messaged us with his thoughts on our Corypedia oh. react uh, middle section bonus podcast whatever from last week um, and he said I enjoyed listening to your podcast feature this Sorry, is somebody I disagreeing recording. with us I enjoyed listening to oh. your podcast feature on the first half of Corypedia's right, poll of the most popular characters like oh, everyone I've got dear. my own favourite, so I won't agree with all the placings I think inevitably some characters from the early decades will always rank lower than they deserve in any poll but Mm -hmm. the voting system used is very fair as voters don't have to score any character they don't know and I think that that's reflected in the results as we've had a good mixture of characters from different eras and it's certainly not unfairly dominated by current or recent characters. Mm -hmm. Your own views were interesting as always although I did take issue (laughs) with your comments on a couple of the characters in the nicest possible way. (laughs) I think both Tina McIntyre and Sylvia Goodwin's characters were much better than and you suggest and fully deserving of their position on the list. Let's just pause there for a minute. I come. Were you? I think I was definitely against Tina McIntyre. I thought you were more thinking that that where she got to was seemed fairer. But we were both definitely in agreement that Sylvia Goodwin didn't deserve to be in the top six. were weren't we? And I I still stand by that.
1: Honestly, when you take a bunch of different people's opinions and you mix them together in a, in a machine, and then you come out with the average. Uh, like opinion you're always going to have people that will agree or disagree strongly with it because it is is the perfect example of pleasing everybody and no one all at once mm. this is why we this is why we love things like this because it generates discussion well, this,
0: this is what derek says i'm inclined yeah. to agree that tina was overused as is often the case in recent years with any actor or character who is particularly good or popular
1: ah point here we didn't say Michelle Keegan was the sexiest soap actor in the Soap Awards for, like, six years running. Oh, yeah. We were, and that people that voted for, for that, and that obviously still yeah. counts.
0: And certainly taken down some questionable plot routes, too. But I could understand why the writers loved her so much. Michelle Keegan is such a natural, truthful actress, and the character was very likeable. I'm one of those who thinks that she was David's best partner, ah. and likewise, yes, I, 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 I like them together as well, and likewise, he was her best. It will be interesting to see how well-remembered the character is down the line, but I do feel she deserves to be, based on performance and the amount packed into her time there. Regarding Sylvia, oh, I'm surprised that off. neither of you really seem to appreciate mm-hmm. her. I agree that her stay was relatively short compared to most on the list, but I think she did enough during her stint to be remembered as a significant character in the show's history. For me, she had the potential to be one of the best Battle Axe figures since Ina. She had the acerbic wit of someone like Blanche or Evelyn, but there was an added depth to the character. She seemed very real and believable and the relationship with Roy was complex and interesting. While I love those other Battle Axe types, they can at times be a bit too sitcom, but I didn't feel this about Sylvia, or indeed Maud, another slightly underappreciated figure in this field. I, I completely... I... I much prefer Maud to Sylvia. I just don't have any huge, huge memories of her. I think, yes, she felt more real as a character because sometimes if you've got these caricatures, kind of, you know, granny women, it's like they're, they're only there. Granny
1: women? They're
0: only there for the one-liners and I don't think Sylvia was. But, yeah, I just, I, looking back, I can't tell you any great Blanche uh, not Blanc- uh, Sylvia lines or or remember that many Sylvia scenes, particularly. I mean, there's the old, you know, she gets high on drugs scene, but...
1: he's. All, we've already said everything, and he's disagreeing.
0: However... Derek says. I'm in agreement with both of you on the subject of Liz McDonald. Considering she's been a regular until this year, I think she's seriously underrated yeah. as a character. Perhaps the fact that we're not seeing such a, uh, much of her since she left the Rovers was a factor. Mm-hmm. But I would put her behind only Mrs. Walker and Bette in the pantheon of Rovers landladies. Mm. Beverly Callard is such a good actress. Yeah. One of Corey's consistently best in my opinion. Equally adept and believable in comic or dramatic situations. Yeah. She's given the character fresh, interesting and believable over many, ugh, so many years. Yeah. For me, she's kept one of the few long-serving characters who's still as good as she was 20 or 30 years ago. So it was nice to hear you both echo Aww. my feelings on this character. Like you, I'm intrigued to see the rest of the poll and will be hoping that my favourites <laughs> rank well. I look forward to hearing your thoughts when the rest of the list is published.
1: One thing that we didn't do, which I thought would have been quite fun which we don't have time to do because we honestly we wish we had more time to do anything on this show but we you wouldn't believe what we anyway <laughs> one thing I would have liked to have done was to have predictions for what who we think is in the top 30 and also I think more importantly predictions for who we think won't make it into the top 30 but we've got a bit too far into the list now of the rest of the 30s yeah, there's so been a to couple really... of surprises
0: in the last week
1: I think there's going to be some shock uh absences i i think
0: that kind of has to be really because there's you know there's only Mm. so many places left and there's still some big characters so it's like who's going to get in who isn't thank you very
1: much for your message derek i really appreciate what you said about sylvia it's good to have a balanced view of of characters because i don't want anyone to come away listening to what we said about sylvia and say oh well i didn't watch it when she was in it but apparently she wasn't a very good character yeah, it's all personal opinion. Our job
0: isn't to tell you what you think about coronations, do you? No,
1: it's to tell, us, tell you what we think and make you agree
0: with us. Yeah, but that is why we have the feedback <laughs> section. You want to tell us different? You write in and let yeah, us yeah. know. You tell us something we're wrong.
1: Okay, Rebecca says, Disappointed with the fake funeral, but glad Eileen pulled the plug on it. I'm on Gemma's regarding the new Todd. I'm pretending he's a brand new character, sort of like Todd's twin. <laughs> Still like King George and enjoyed the phone call about coffins and wood. Nick was supposed to be a camp felon, but it didn't really work. How stupid was I for not realising him and Todd were lovers? Todd would have charmed in it easily enough. Rebecca, the thing is about it is that you're not supposed to have realised, and the, they 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 did it on purpose. so yeah. You should feel bad about not getting it. In fact, it's probably better if you don't. I prefer it when I don't guess things. Don't you?
0: Um, sometimes. I like
1: it when I guess things and I feel smug. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> not so really, it, no. does it um the running up and down the stairs from todd did annoy me although i did enjoy the flashbacks from both gary hitting mick with a plank a la plat and then mention-
0: i <laughs> not plat he didn't flash any
1: plats uh, with a plank and the mention of pat from mick and the mention of pat from mick so he hasn't been forgotten and yes obviously billy paul and Todd's drama and angst i'm so glad we know what F- roy is finally up to although i don't know if gary Ray,
0: it sounded like you said roy <laughs> Roy's nefarious. What plans. is
1: Roy up to? Selling curry and rice for two pound ninety five. I know. We are, and also we've not
0: seen very much of Roy since July. I don't know whether you've noticed. He's done up he's in up that room. He's got some sort of plot. Yeah, <sighs> plot. I mean, it's Martin.
2: Help me! Help me! He keeps he's providing me the make, cheese make for cheese. the cafe.
0: <laughs> 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 cheese bomb. Oh
1: God. I'm glad we know what Ray is finally up to, although I don't know if Gary's on the street side or Ray's. Maybe he will be both and he will be the streets mole, but Ray thinks he's working for him. At least Mira will sell the salon now to pay for the barbers and Dev might sell the corner shop now. He has no staff left. He didn't need to sell the corner shop.
0: He didn't need did on want that side. We don't right. thing is we don't I don't think we know what he wants it for. No, 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 no. No, he
1: said he wants a skys- skyscraper.
0: Yeah, but he hasn't we we've seen the plan yes very briefly but officially the viewers haven't been told i don't think he only wants that side of the street has he i can't remember i'm losing track of what we've been yeah, told and come what on what
1: well it, it, it sort of boggles the mind that anybody would actually raise all these businesses and houses and build one thing on the top but to build it over a road a through road yeah a little bridge you're talking nonsense um, right. So, Dev might say the corner shop now has the staff left. I also like the factory girl karaoke scene in the Rovers too. What karaoke scene? Don't
0: remember. Never mind.
1: Oh, no, no, no. When they all went in the back. Uh,
0: oh, when they yeah, got drunk. Yeah,
1: yeah I I, okay, I remember. The story is definitely picking up nicely. The Johnny and Scott one is frustrating me, but after listening last week, i got a theory. Oh. Scott will frame Johnny for the robbery on the bistro... Johnny will languish in prison while Scott turns the charms on Jenny. Although he could try to persuade her to leave Johnny. As I have a theory, they could be half siblings. No. Glad to know Jenny was flirting, even though she was only play flirting.
0: I don't think that we're going to see Johnny in prison. He's already been seriously underused so much in the last couple of years. I don't think they'd lock him away unless this is what Richard Allie wants to, you know, reduce the amount that he's in the show. But I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised if he. I mean, if he gets locked up or, or hospitalised or something and 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 Scott, you know, takes the opportunity to make the moves on, Janet. It's
1: more likely that he'll end up in hospital
0: Yeah.
1: because they've got a set.
0: Yes, that and is And they're true. already
1: using their prison set for Yasmin and I don't know if it might be a bit obvious that they've only got one prison set, but it's supposed to be two different prisons. Yeah. Because they can't film in the prison that they would go to normally, which is the...
0: Well, yeah, they the what
1: in
0: yeah, but the the show's reward. Yeah, they haven't used that much though, have they? No, I
1: know. But what you you yeah. know what I'm saying? I know, I
0: know.
1: Um, interesting theory, though. I don't half siblings. No, I don't know how you wouldn't know. I don't know. I guess you if guess if your dad's a randy bugger. <laughs>
0: <you> probably. <laughs> would. People are always finding out they got secret and un, hitherto unknown relations on Coronation Street.
1: I know it's wrong, but I still like David and Shona and that little smile that David does sometimes. He still loves her. Shona cutting the top knot, though, and going back to Ray, you could sue, and David has to sell number eight to cover the costs. And that builder thinking gal was AG was hilarious. Evelyn is gold. I love Maureen Lippman so much. She has been the highlight of this week, especially when she had the mask on her ear
0: in Roy's Rolls. That was funny, that bit. They're puffing it out of the
1: way. <laughs> I also love Arthur too, and him standing up for Evelyn was so cute. But why is he at Weather General? I'm thinking prostate cancer, but he won't die from it. Very specific. <laughs> Aline and Maureen also bounced off each other this week as well. Character of the week is of course Evelyn, and I give it three banging eclairs out of five.
0: Yeah, we did. That was that. Uh, that storyline was sorely missing this Who's week. Who's Aline and Maureen? The, the 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 actors who play Arthur and oh. Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I characters. Was like, like, I was thinking.
1: I thought. Are you she talking about classic uh, Alan Corey? Bradley
0: and Maureen Holdsworth? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Cool, yeah. Alan and more they're, they're great I hope it's not too long before we get to see more of them and find out what Arthur's secret is finally we have got oh no we haven't got finally we've got we've got Nancy and then we've got Fangirl Overload so Nancy says she went into this week wanting to see what would happen with Todd and Mick interesting they did try to do the fake funeral after all I knew that Eileen wouldn't go along with it though I think Eileen will eventually go to the police. I feel like things about Todd I do not know no, yet.
1: You're wrong, Nancy. The whole thing's over and done with. It's all
0: done. Mick's gone. All finished.
1: His husband's gone. I hope they will find happiness with their beautiful surrogate daughter who's on her way. But I feel a bit concerned. Is it Eric the yeah. husband's name? Eric should really dump Mick. He didn't even have a present for him, and he was cheating on him. <laughs> I really am worried. This this woman, whoever's this woman who's who's giving birth to this baby, she should probably just shack up with Eric, and they can have a lovely they can non into the house. non they can sexual into relationship where they both raise a baby together, <laughs> and it will be a bit like a, a movie from the eighties, yeah, with um. Dean Martin and... I'm going Brody to carry Hall. on this
0: this message. Nancy says, I found the Ray storyline exciting. Everybody turning their back. Gary may have unintended consequences for the residents of the Not street. Not Dean
1: Martin, Steve Martin. Okay.
0: I do wonder, can Gary really trust Ray? What will Maria do when she finds out? I have a theory about who will prevent Ray from doing what he wants to do. Toya, Imran, Sally, Evelyn, Fizz, Alia, Daniel, Roy, Deb and Nina will be the organisers to stop Ray. How is Scott wanting to rob Johnny going to impact Ray's plans? What about Yasmin's trial? What about
1: Yasmin's trial?
0: So many questions, but I think you're right. It's all gonna, it's all gonna come together. All about roughly the same time at the beginning of December. I want. I thinks. wonder
1: if we're gonna end up with a sort of scene like we had when Yasmin tried to save the library. What? Or like anything? Any, yeah. Over the years of Coronation Street, there have been numerous sit-in protests where people tried to stop things from happening. We had Emily and Spider up a tree. We had Norris and Mary and two other people singing.
0: Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah,
1: it was bloody terrible. Yeah. And we had Jasmine and Craig in the library.
0: Maybe if they have a lot of sit-in protests. But we, had,
1: the... we had Ken and Save Our Street.
0: Do you think that they could have a sit-in protest in one of the houses or whatever that's going to be bulldozed and then it gets kind of demolished a little bit and somebody gets hit over the head with a brick and dies? happen what
1: a way Trying to celebrate his 60th birthday
0: um nancy Hits continues um Sounds like would i thought i actually she enjoyed the david and shown the scenes especially the top knot stuff and she loved the comedy of tyrone teasing evelyn about arthur i love the way evelyn was able to get the upper hand over dev evelyn needs to stay working at the corner shop because she is so funny mm-hmm. billy becoming an archdeacon could be interesting though <laughs> i wonder if billy will end up with todd I don't know whether Billy becoming an archdeacon, how interesting that could be. I can't I see, see it changing the story at all. I don't think it's... Because we don't get to see him do his vicaring, no. even. So I don't, I don't and see just, the point of it. would an
1: archdeacon it. do any ceremonies yeah, or is Yeah, like
0: Billy would have sermons. less to do on yeah. the street if he was archdeacon. Is he archdeacon? just not going to be
1: doing spreadsheets and stuff and saying we're paying too much for communion wine?
0: Yeah. Let's try and we'll get, get a bit get more collection money off something. the congregation.
1: Let's, let's do something with the roof. They love giving money for roofs.
0: Anyway, Nancy gave the episodes three out of five skateboards and the character of the week was Ray.
1: Thank you, Nancy. Thank you for your um, comments. Yeah. I was just thinking about Hugo,
0: mm, the not, aristocratic not, yeah.
1: hippie. And you know how he was complaining that he's lost three Isn't jobs? Is he a hippie
0: or a hipster? Or are they the same thing?
1: No, they're not the same thing, are they? He's I'd say he's more of a hipster, an aristocratic hipster. And he said he's lost three jobs now because he doesn't have a top. knot. Yeah. I just wonder whether he he solely plays the role of absolute raging dickheads in adverts and stuff. Like, don't be like Hugo. He's a he's a stupid hipster.
0: Mm, maybe. Be
1: like, be like t- Tom who's a normal bloke who likes Greggs.
0: <laughs> I think that uh, Hugo hasn't got anything to complain about because Gemma, Bernie and Chesney all managed to get jobs just like that. So if I he know, hasn't got one, well, he just needs to ask to around.
1: What kind of jobs are you trying to get? Do you know? Do you know what I'm saying though? Yeah. I think he's been typecast as the smug hipster dick yeah. and perhaps he could expand his range now because I honestly think with his cheekbones and his stubble and his wavy sort of shoulder length hair... Mm. It's coming up to Christmas. It could be Joseph.
0: Oh yeah.
1: It could be. It could be a good Jesus. Joseph. Yeah. Easter.
0: Yeah. Go it out a bit. It'll longer. be fine. It'd be all right.
1: I don't think I'll, I'm not really worried about Hugo, but I do wonder what kind of roles his agents putting him up to <laughs> that he loses them because he doesn't have a top nut. I know anymore. Right, Fango overload one two three. Our final piece of feedback for the evening, and she says. Please, Cory, don't let us have another love triangle in Billy, Todd and Paul. We only just had the Abby, Kevin, Peter one. Um, that's that good, never really That's got a off very the good ground. point. Yeah, that made me just Luckily. think, yeah, what happened to that? Mm. It's too, pen- many it's pending, think. too many
0: stories going on. It's Too much going on. Not says, enough time.
1: I was glad Chesney didn't take the job because I just don't think Underworld is big enough for another member of staff. I, well, not if they're socially distancing. <laughs> I wonder if Gary will really go through with the whole mock- knocking the street down thing or if he will have a last-minute crisis of conscience. Well, I think he already has.
0: Yeah, his heart never seemed to really be in it, apart from, you know, five minutes when Sarah Lou was a bit mean to him in the pub.
1: Yeah, he's like a total Debbie Downer. If if I was right, I'd fire him.
0: Mm. I still still can't decide whether I think Gary's going to be gone by the end of the year, because he really, really should be. But he could just as easily have some sort of heroic, you know, comeback and, and, and... yeah, I think Corey has with...
1: really just swept the whole murdering a man in the woods under the carpet completely. Mm. And I'm kind of mad about it, well,
0: especially as they can't actually go to the woods. No, it feels like they can't do
1: anything. That
0: the conclusion of that and the discovering of Rick Justice until they can actually they're get don't, into they're the woods. Think they're ever find but it. I wonder whether they, when they will, because it doesn't feel like this situation's you know getting any better anytime this soon. In fact, is, it's though. getting worse for Manchester. Could could oh. it be made safer? Could Would it be possible to have more location shoots at the moment? I don't think this is
1: anyone's priority.
0: No, no, it's not. But it's like, a, I
1: understand. H- what you're how saying. long? Is this going to be an saying.
0: indefinite? But low- listen,
1: you're saying like they need to find Rick to finish the story. But the thing is, if they do find him, they will just find a skeleton with a hole in its head. And it's not going to prove or disprove any story that Gary can come up with about why he's there.
0: Mm. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Vanguard Overload says, once again, I don't know whether it's appropriate or not to laugh at Shona. Yeah.
0: They clearly want us to.
1: I know they do, don't they? But no, we're all so nice is... that we won't. <laughs> we'll just make fun of Ollie. Um, okay, also, the Oliver storyline doesn't seem to be progressing that fast. Sam was adorable as always, but what really intrigued me was the mention of Jenny's stepdaughter. I'm 99% sure she has never been mentioned before, so that was odd. Could there be a reason for it? Is Daisy really Roxy? <gasps> she said what I said.
0: Did you say that?
1: I, I said it as a jacket. As a oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Maybe.
1: That's interesting. I don't know. Character of the week is Paul, and I give it three and a half. Dog show winners out of five. Nice. Could, I don't know. I don't Roxy think Roxy so. is a mysterious, Roxy I don't know why we don't just think that
0: Roxy is Roxy. No,
1: Roxy's clearly somebody else. But you're right, yeah. I don't know why we've all just, started, like, instantly gone, well, who's this mysterious Roxy? <laughs> no other character we've been obsessed with her secretly being somebody else's no, alter identity. No, There's no reason don't... why we should think that that's the case. But it would be more interesting. They are, they are
0: dangling this name in front of us, very teasingly. It's not a word, but you know what I mean.
1: I do but also wonder... Oh, sorry.
0: I was just going to say about this Oliver storyline not moving that fast. I do agree. It, that, that that has been the saviour storyline. For a little while for me. And last week I was bemoaning the lack of it. So I'm glad that it got centre stage this week. But I did feel it was starting to get a little bit, little bit repetitive. A little it bit really slow.
1: is just, the story has just been, Leanne finds various people who say they can help her or will help her. And expects them to make Oliver alive again mm. or. Back to back normal. to normal
0: is what she's expecting.
1: And they basically say, that's not what I'm here for. So she's done it with the first Doctor, now we're on the second Doctor, then it was Dr. Schmidt, then it was the mediator, and now it's Wendy. Mm. And it really is the same thing over and over again, and I don't know how much more really...
0: Yeah, we we get Um, that Leanne's not giving up on him. Yeah. I think I think it could be time just to um,
1: I don't feel it's spinning out
0: but but maybe that but I don't think I can't can't be waiting for the 60th. 60th, I mean it's not too far away.
1: For the sixtieth anniversary of the show we're gonna celebrate by sacrificing a child to the gods. Maybe. To to get another sixty years of good harvests. (laughs) Why not?
0: I think we are done with this episode, Gemma. All I'm right. struggling to keep my I eyes open here. I'm jolly well, tired. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. You you do the you do the sign off. Where can people write to if they want to contact the podcast, please?
1: Complaints department, conversationstreet at gmail.com. Uh you can find us at conversationstreet at com. Review us on iTunes, leave a message on our Instagram, see our funny pictures that Michael does of Cory emojis. You can also see those on Twitter. And we are on Spotify, Facebook, YouTube and Patreon. And thank you again to all of our patrons. We had a new Oh, yes, we patron. did have a new patron.
0: Page- oh, do you want to say a bit about that? What
1: do you mean?
0: What was what, what was our Patreon episode this month?
1: We have a new patron, Erica.
0: Oh, but yeah, but she, Erica was patron before and then she stopped and now she's back again.
1: Yes. She d- still gets a shout out. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Well, yeah, I
0: do. I wanted to say about our new Patreon episode, which is a Halloween themed one, wasn't it?
1: We did a spooky one. What we was it? it was, it was a very uh, irritatingly difficult to explain concept, but basically the idea was that you take <laughs> it was our top five characters
0: As horror from movie Coronation icons. Street
1: who could be in horror movies. Yeah, like how, for example, how in Coronation Street. There was a spoof of Misery where Mary was Kathy Bates, yeah, and Norris was whoever the guy who gets his teeth smashed. Yeah,
0: so we were was. seeing which other Coronation Street characters could take on either specific horror movie roles yeah. or general, general
1: like Frankenstein's movie monsters, monsters or like zombies in general or whatever. Yeah, it was really and fun so we, to do. We had, we, had we, were all, we all had different ones and we had a good time. And I really enjoyed doing it, and it's a nice, spooky Halloweeny, Octobery thing. And I don't worry that I don't think we're going to be able to do anything else spooky this month.
0: No, I think you might be right.
1: I, I did have big plans, but work just really got tough.
0: Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah. Well, we, we are going to on um, next Thursday on YouTube, we've got one of our old Halloweeny, spooky things scheduled to, to upload to the YouTube channel. So there's something there at least. Um, but yeah, that, that is it for now. We will be back next week. We've got a late episode next week because we're going away for a week now, aren't we? We're going away with Gemma's mum and dad too. Where are we going?
1: A secret place.
0: A secret place, everybody. You're not allowed to know because you can't come and spoil it for us. Not come and spoil it. Why did I say that?
1: <laughs> what did you mean?
0: You're not allowed to we're come. We're
1: going... We're going...
0: Um... We're going to... We're going to Hertfordshire or Hertfordshire or Hampshire. No, we're in Hampshire. Where oh, are we going? God damn we're it. We're going west somewhere and we're going to have Go a nice cottage there. Where? Uh, but it means that, that we might be able to keep up with Coronation Street during the week. I hope so, because I do want to find out what happens at this raid on Monday. Um, we're not going to be back until Saturday, which means we're probably not going be is on my holy day. Uh, Halloween, yes. We, we will probably record the podcast on Sunday. Um, so we'll have to wait a little bit longer for that. But we do have the Abbey Kemp interview coming up on Saturday. We will get that out in time. Um,
1: yes, we're gonna give you the bonus content So you got something on the day that you'd normally get the whole full podcast, which is another good That's reason I'm for having the middle section. So we can't get you the complete podcast, but we will we get you something here. else.
0: Yeah. So you guys can wait a little bit longer. That is it. We
1: really need a holiday so much.
0: I'm taking a lot of work. Michael
1: doesn't even know what he's saying anymore and he's gonna take work with him. Yeah. But I definitely am not.
0: Mm. Are we done? Yeah. And we're done, we're done, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much for um, Coronation Street putting me on the Thank 60 you, 60. Thank you, Coronation
1: Street. Very, very
0: big honour to Michael's dreams come asked.
1: true. Yeah.
0: Definitely. A
1: sick very, 60 great people. Very special and humbling. You and jo- Joanna, Joanna Lumley. Yes. You're like in a group of special people. With Joanna Lumley in it, that only has 60 people. Yeah, yeah kind of more than that. We
0: like got... we like the limited edition giant curry stamps we have got on our wall. There's only a certain number of us. We're I'm so a, proud a of
1: you. And Wait, what, listen, what? thank you to all of our listeners for making things like this happen for us.
0: Yes, could not do it without you. Otherwise, we would just stop.
1: Yeah, she nobody to stop wants stop that. Now.
0: No, but no, we will to... just stop now because we'll stop it's the end of the podcast. Yeah, we'll stop that. So that's it, that's it. it. Hi, the music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com.